Hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran, and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Belez, and Joe Dells. This is now episode 312. In this episode, we are back to basketball talk, debating whether or not the Cavaliers made a mistake, trading for Donovan Mitchell, the talk around John Morant, the 76ers ceiling if James Harden comes back, and top Buddy Hill trade destinations. We just recently recorded our week three pick on predictions. They are now out and live on Patreon. The audio corrupted from the interface, but we still have the audio from the camera, and it's it's not completely awful. Are you going to tell them the it's truth? It's not the best. Are you going to tell them the truth? Oh, the it truth was that it got, it got <laughs> stuck inside my Carter reader, and there was no... There was no way for me to get it out unless I bit into the card and tried to pull it out, and I heard a crack, and then it broke. That was the end of that fucking tragedy. That's how it happened. But listen, audio still isn't horrible because we have a a mic connected to the camera, so it's not horrible. But listen, before we get on to the basketball talk, because this entire show will be mostly that, we have two things to talk about regarding the NFL. Let's do it. The second thing we're going to talk about after what we're going to debate about when it comes to the NFL is our player props for week three, the Sunday games. We'll give you that via Mojo. And this first debate is going to be Tua versus Jalen Hurts. Who's hmm. the better quarterback? We have special. partnered with this website called fact-battle.com, and they have a prompt up on the website. Jalen Hurts or Tua, who's a better quarterback, if you want a chance to win $15, all you have to do is go to that site and answer that question. All of us will be participating in the prompt. We will be answering the question. But for the show purpose, we're going to debate the topic on the show as well. So let's cook. Drew, who's better? Jalen Hurts or Tua? You're a big Jalen Hurts guy. I do. You're love a big Jalen Tua Hurts. guy. I, Lord knows I love. Who's Tua. the better quarterback? Like, what would you do to him? Um, we don't have time in the day for that, man. All right. <laughs> We are, come on, let's we're, let's be right, professional. Be, be right. Thank you. Be so, why is Tua better than Hurts? Last year wasn't a conversation because of the overall grand scheme of things. Jalen Hurts, on top of being a very efficient passer, was also one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the National Football League. Did get into the end zone 13 times as a rusher alone. Uh, he was an MVP candidate. His team did go to the Super Bowl. But as a passer... Last year, Tua still was statistically right there with Jalen Hurts. And number one number one in passer rating, number two in EPA per play. A lot of advanced statistics lean Tua's side. Now, as we go into this season, Tua Tungvaluwa has been the best statistical quarterback in the National Football League and a ton of metrics. I mentioned on the last podcast, I'll happily mention it again. First in yards per drop back in 9.34. First in yards per attempt. First in passing yards. First in success rate. First in first down. Second in EPA per play. The only one ahead of him is is Mr. Jordan Love. That that is a one that I don't know if we can we can see sustained for a while. But let's give credit where credit is due. He's been playing pretty decent football. Third in total QBR with seventy nine. Without 79. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, by the way, he's able to do that. He doesn't need those merchants to help him those out with that EPA or Mike McDaniel. Without Aaron Jones. The one game he doesn't have him, he loses. Just saying. Still uh, top three in EPA that game, though. He was. Uh, fourth in sack percentage. We were still on Hurts versus. No, that's what we're doing. we are. Right. No, nah, but of course, I threw the shot at Jordan. He had to respond. <laughs> yeah. um, we talk about how Tua's offensive line. It's, it has some solid pieces in Robert Hunt and, of course, Connor Williams. But Teron Armstead's been out a good portion. Of, well, he hasn't played a game so far this season. For him to be fourth in sack percentage, it speaks to how quick and how how fast Tua reads the field and gets the ball out. He's tied for fourth in touchdown passes with four, seventh in passer rating. 
In terms of passing beyond the sticks, he's number one in attempts with 44. He has 29 completions. That's also first. 493 passing yards. That's also first. Four touchdowns. All of his touchdowns have been beyond the sticks. Eight big-time throws. He's He has been the best statistical quarterback this season. As a pure passer, I lean to a Tungavailoa. I do understand that the quarterback position has evolved. We, we take athleticism into account, and that's where Jalen Hurts thrives. But as a passer so far, we've seen Jalen Hurts struggle to start this season. I still believe that Jalen Hurts can get on track, but as of right now, as a pure passer, which is ultimately what matters at the quarterback position, I'm leaning to it. Mm. <laughs> I, wonder where, I wonder where the rest of the panel's going here. I just find it funny. It, it, it's such a it's such a such a, a a key point to now talk about Tua versus Hertz, as Hertz is struggling early in the year and Tua's having another great couple weeks. And it's great, you know, Tua's playing phenomenal. He's playing exceptional. Not really going to get into the weapons because both of them have phenomenal weapons both on dogs. the outside. So it's that's never that. We're, offensive line obviously hurts clears, but just speaking of offense. Last year, like you mentioned, it wasn't a conversation. Like, Jalen Hurts was a better quarterback than Tua Tonga-Valoa. Tua had all the advanced numbers. He was top five in damn near every statistical category in terms of a passer. But I think you dumbing it down to pure passers, unfair to guys like Jalen Hurts, even other guys like K1 and stuff like that, because their game is bigger than passing. And when you have a guy who can do it with, like, that's what makes Lamar so special. When you have a guy that can do it with his feet and then he can do it with his arm, there's how, what can you do to stop a guy like that? And I think what Hurts showed last year is not only that he's, you know, improved as a passer, but as a runner, he was the he was the runner for that offense. You know, he was a big part of that run game. Also, as a leader, what he does in the locker room, no what he does that. off the field, like those intangibles. We knock Kyler Murray because he doesn't have those intangibles. Those keep him out the top of the uh, quarterback races because he's so talented because he doesn't have the leadership role. What makes Jalen Hurts so great is the fact that he's a big time leader. He runs that team, and of course, he had an elite Super Bowl game like that, that not many quarterbacks can do that. And unfortunately, Tua hasn't had the opportunity to make the playoffs, but I still think I would lean Jalen Hurts just because of the fact that he's more versatile as a quarterback. He has the leadership qualities and he's still a great passer. He's just struggling right now. Listen, is this pulling that harsh strings, Joel, for you? Yeah, it's no, I, I really could not care less. Oh, honestly, okay. Either okay. way, you know, my job is to be honest, objective. That's what I always am. Right. And always when it comes to Jalen Hurts and Tua, and Tua is a better passer than Jalen Hurts. Tua is more accurate than Jalen Hurts. Tua gets the ball out quicker than Jalen Hurts. Tua is better at handling pressure than Jalen Hurts, and that's evident based on the film last year and so far this season. And Tua is more accurate to the middle of the field. While Tua's deep ball efficiency has been at the top of the league in the past two seasons, really just last season and in these couple of games, I still wouldn't take it over Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is by far a better deep ball thrower. He has a stronger arm than him. But Tua has him beat in those passing categories. But what Riv mentioned about the rushing is facts. For sure. The Eagles were top five in terms of offensive efficiency. They were the best rushing offense last year. 70% of that you can attribute to Jalen Hurts and teams having to focus on the quarterback rushing the football. As a passing team, they were top 10 in efficiency. So when I look at Jalen Hurts, even if he's not as good as Tua as a passer, what he does on the ground makes up for it. 
I'm not a big fan of Jalen Hurts' playoff sample size. It's really just been one great game. Oh, in the the Super other Bowl. ones. Yeah, they, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> Here yeah. We go. Listen, okay. yeah, yeah. It's only one yeah, game. Yeah, they, it's still they, only they one game. They won by game 30 in the first two games, it's only, God forbid. It's the most it, important game of his life. It was the most important okay, game of his life. That's Super cool. Bowl. Joe Burrow had it's, that type of game? Oh, shit. Joe Burrow has a better playoff resume than Jalen Hurts. He's he better a, this, in the playoffs. In the Super Bowl, the most important game of both of their lives. Who averages more yards per game? Who averages more touchdowns per we, game? Who averages more? We ha- asked you a simple question. Who yeah. has the better statistical that game? Who has the best visual was, performance? So Nick, Nick Foles is better than two. Jalen Hurts then. Because Nick Foles had a better Super Bowl than Jalen Hurts. Did he? Yes, Just because he won? Yes, he did. Just because he won? Wait, hold up. When did Jalen Hurts... Back-breaking fumble, not matter. Why do it's you in always the like? First half. Who cares? Who cares? It's in the. He it doesn't matter. The how, about, how, about Joe it doesn't how about Joe Burrow? How about matters. Joe Burrow getting sacked to lose the Super Bowl when he had Jamar Chase wide open for how a touchdown that? potentially? He didn't Damn. have any time. His oh, guard got beat. Can Can you I mean, name hey, the guard? Wait, can Can you name the guard on that play? Huh? Can you name the guard on that play? Alex Kappa. Was it? I'm not sure. Uh, you, was told, it? you told Were me they to missing ask three offenses. Hold up. Do me a favor and ask me a question. Versus the Chiefs, this. Joe Burrow last year in the AFC Championship. Name me the five starting offensive linemen. Try to name me two at um, most. Jonah Williams. I would say they probably Jonah Williams out there. This was, uh, uh, was Lyell healthy at the time? Nope. Was playing? Um, Alex no, Kappa was out there. Nope. Kappa wasn't out there. Uh, Kappa, wait, we're talking Ken last Karras? year? They nope. talking about the, in the Super Bowl. With the head all back? Are you talking the Super Bowl? No, I'm talking about AFC Championship versus the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. No. The Kappa center didn't play. play. Cap, uh, no, he did not. Didn't play. It was four backup offensive linemen in that game. You cannot Lyle even. Lyle didn't not, play. I don't, I don't he did not really, play. I don't really care about exactly. that game. Uh, but, but We're talking about Joe Burrow and J- Joe oh, Burrow. Ultimately, Jalen, had it was hurt to Just because just because Jalen Hurts had one better no, game than J- Joe Burrow doesn't mean saying, no, I'm, I'm not buying into the Jalen Hurts sample size. Who played the first two games? They win by thirty. Jalen Hurts starts to need to throw the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs, and he puts up one of the best performances in NFL history. And he he had one of the most backbreaking plays in NFL history. Oh yeah, just ninety percent. The other game, he was. No, the Russ interception is backbreaking. That is not backbreaking. That did not lose them the game. The Russ interception lost in the game. That's the most backbreaking. This is the first half. The Jalen Hurts one is one of the most backbreaking plays. That's a terrible statement. Riff, Monday Night Football this past week, Steelers versus Browns. What did the final score end up being? What was it 26-22? Yeah. That was the final score. Did Deshaun Watson's interception in the very first play of the game play a factor in the Browns 100%. losing? 100%. Okay, you can have a play in the first half and it still play a factor until you but lose I think it. Russell's what are we talking interception about clears it's, anything okay, in the NFL. It's actually not even on if the you want, same If you level. want to tell me that's the worst no, one, okay, it, it whatever. No, no, there's like a, there's I never probably said, like yeah. 10 I said, tiers I said between said, those two. I said Jalen Hurts is one of the worst ones. That's it really wasn't, bro. I didn't say the worst. It really wasn't. Y'all talk about Matt Ryan. Ryan got a first down and his offensive line got called back What's a more backbreaking play? Tom Brady fumbling on his last possession in the fourth quarter to the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, is that more backbreaking, or is Jalen Hurts more backbreaking a first half fumble? The Tom Brady one is more backbreaking, but to dismiss Jalen Hurts' fumble and act like it did not play a factor no, into the final result sure. of the game is ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. No, I wouldn't say it's the one of the most bag. Was it backbreaking when Mahomes threw two 10. interceptions against the Bucks? Were both of those interceptions backbreaking? <laughs> no, his. All, that was one of the better games Mahomes has played. You watch the film. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. He didn't have a chance. I'm going to throw up. Tyreek Hill dropped a dot of a touchdown. 
to him and Enzo. What are you talking glazing, about? Crazy, what are you the no, I'm not glazing. I'm not glazing. Calling that backbreaking in the first half when Jalen Hurts goes and puts up over 30 points in the Super Bowl. Four touchdowns, 70% completion percentage. And we're like, nah, that first half backbreaking, fuck it. Bro, almost every other quarterback. What other quarterback? He had one of the best fronts we've ever seen. Answer me this question. Did that play not play? Did that play? Did that fumble not play a factor into the Eagles losing the game? Every play does. Did it? Yes or no? Okay, that's it. How about every single touchdown he threw? Every single completion he made that he's the reason they were okay. in that game. Right, Those are positive hey, plays. Hey, I got it. I just off the top of my head, I'm starting to think of more backbreaking plays. Um, Peyton Manning's interception versus the Saints. That's more backbreaking. Oh, that's uh, one of the worst. Kurt Warner's. He's not good in the playoffs. Kurt Warner's interception to James Harrison over a one, I think it was 100 yard longest interception touchdown uh, in Super Bowl history. I think that that's more backbreaking. Also, uh, of course, Russ throwing that interception to Malcolm Butler. That's definitely more backbreaking. Um, I think of uh, Asante Samuel not not catching that interception that ended up leading to the Giants marching down the field, uh, the Tyree catch, and of course Plaxico to to score the the t- game winning touchdown. I think Asante Samuel dropping that pick is more backbreaking. Jimmy Garoppolo missing a wide open touchdown. That's in the more. Super Bowl. That's oh, more that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So I mean, we're, I mean, we're listing fucking like ten. Honestly, out I'll here, say bro. this: I think Tom Brady not catching that ball. Uh, when he when they originally ran the Philly special before Bro, Philly actually actually ran it, where Philly gets all the credit for that play when Belichick and company did do it first, I think that that's more backbreaking. I'm glad that you have such a profound knowledge of NFL history, but ultimately Jalen Hurts' fumble and turnover was a reason why the Eagles lost the game as well. Was it a bigger reason that the Philly the Eagles defense couldn't get stopped? What was, the the, what was the bigger reason? Who gets stopped? It's the Chiefs' offense. What was the bigger the reason? The Chiefs could not get a stop on the Eagles' offense until that play. Until I, well, Jail, it wasn't. It was, was all Jalen Hurts. Who, who gets That's more? Fault, who gets more fault for that loss? Was it the Eagles' defense or Jalen Hurts' fumbling? Who gets more fault for the loss? Is the Eagles' defense? But okay. Jalen Hurts still plays a role in okay. it. And you're acting like this I'm, dude I'm, was perfect in the game, and he had nothing bad. He had, he he had, had nothing wrong. I'm just glad that this turned into let's let's really. Be critical of Jalen Hurts' Super Bowl performance when again. What are we talking no, no, about? No, no, conversation hold on, hold on. should be. And it wasn't. Up. It wasn't being critical of Jalen's performance. I said, "What did I say at first? If you listen, you would have heard me." I said, "Jalen Hurts' Super Bowl game is the only great one." Did I say it was bad? Riff? Did but, I say you it know, was average? Said, you said, no, no. You I said, said, you said it was the only great. It's his only great game. You said he in the soup in the playoffs. Okay. Joel, so it's Joel, the you said you didn't buy into his playoff. Was he good against the Bucks? His first year in the playoffs. No, it was. No, was he no, terrible? No, was, was he right. terrible? He was bad. Wait, what, was he good against the, uh, Giants? the Giants? He was good. They, he was good. Was he won, great? They was were up by good. three touchdowns at halftime. He was good. Was he great? He was, was good. he great against the 49ers? Was they he great? Were, they had no quarterback. No, no, I'm just asking you a question. Was he great? Against he, the better team, he played way better. Was he great? Against was, the best team that so he, he faced was, in he the was entire playoffs. Literally, his playoff, the, his passer rating is below 90 Who had a better game against the Chiefs in both their matchups, Joe Burrow versus the Chiefs or Jalen Hurts versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? It's going to be easier for Jalen Hurst to have a better game when he has an offensive line that can actually block. Uh, oh, my God. Joe Burrow, I just asked you to name me the, the four backup offensive linemen. Can you name the game. them? Cordell Volson. No. Um, that's not true. Max Sharping. No, that's not true either. Max Sharping. Hmm. Akeem Adenogy. <laughs> well done. Akeem Adenogy is one of them. Jonah Williams, did he play? Yes, that's the obvious one. Mm. You sure it's not Max Sharping? I'm sure. I'm is it a last it. name Sharping? No. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. It begins with an S. Mm. Again, it's not fair to be critical of Jackson us for no backup. Jackson, no. Jackson Carmen. Hmm. You sound like created players with all due respect. Schweitzer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. Hmm. 
It's okay to not know because it's it's very hard. No, I know. It's okay to not know. But I was looking at this the other week, so I think I should know. Just name the names. Okay. Quinn Spain, Trey Hopkins, and Isaiah Prince. Mm. That's... Oh, my God. You're looking at the wrong game. It's I'm not looking even at last the AFC Championship last year. In 2022? Yes. Quinn Spain was not on the team. I'm looking at January 30th. Uh, this says 2022. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, just, just to remind people, because, you know, Joel's, up, Joel's up here just spewing a lot of nonsense, we're being honest. Uh, that first game, <laughs> rem- remember, Jalen Hurts is coming off an injury. That first game, the Eagles are up 28-0 at halftime. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts still ends up having 112 passer rating. He still has three touchdowns in that game. He still completes 67% of his passes. And then against the 49ers, they're up 21 to 7 at halftime. The 49ers don't have a quarterback at this point, and he still has multiple touchdowns. And he has zero turnovers the entire playoff run. But because Jalen Hurts doesn't throw for 300 yards, it doesn't matter. Jalen Hurts had a phenomenal quote about this the other day at his press conference. He said, I always say, keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is winning. And they were smoking these teams. Jalen Hurts had no need. If you're not throwing the ball for three quarters of the game, of course you're not going to have great stats. If you're completing 67% of your passes, multiple touchdowns, and not turning the ball over in a 40-point blowout, what more can you ask for? So ultimately you're telling me he faced no adversity in those games. Any quarterback. I mean, Derek Carr could have won in the first two weeks. Absolutely. Mark Mariota could have won in and won those games. In the first two games, absolutely. He could have done it. Ultimately, and he showed his ceiling was higher than Joe Burrow ultim- in the Super Bowl. Uh, ceiling. Joe yeah. Burrow's a better quarterback. And you okay. know in the it. Super Bowl, who was better? Who, who's a better quarterback? Who's, who's a better quarterback? I don't know. Right now, J- Joe Burrow looks like dog shit. He's injured, but whatever. It, even if right now, through two weeks, he looks like dog shit, like you're trying to, you know, you're trying, you say he looks like dog shit. You take the sample of the last two years, who's a better quarterback, Dallas? Who well, do you have two, higher on your quarterback list two, here? I mean, Jalen Hurts broke out last no, year. Who, who, okay, cool. They were in the same tier for me. Considering that, who do you have higher? Tell me who do you have higher. They were in the same tier, but Burrow was higher. Okay, so you have Burrow higher. But but the name name of the tier was any given year, this player can be the second best quarterback in the NFL. That's fine. You just told me Burrow's better. That's fine. I I don't care about your tier. You just told me Burrow's better. Ultimately, Jalen Hurts, even if he just has that one great playoff game in the Super Bowl, Tua has not been to the playoffs yet. Tua, from weeks 12 to 15 last year, had... One of the worst stretches I've seen from a, from a starting quarterback that people try to label a franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts has not had that bad of a stretch of weeks. So when you take into the when you take it into account the playoff success, even though it has, I mean, it hasn't been much. Three now. It's more. It's more than Tua. It's more than Tua. When you take into account the bad stretch Tua has had, when you take into account the rushing ability Jalen Hurts offers, Jalen Hurts is the better quarterback right now. Okay. Yeah. I I, I forgot we're in a. a Hurts first to a debate there for a second. Shouldn't I thought be, it, it always hurts for a debate. It's y'all the ones that caught a fit over me saying that's his only great game in the playoffs. Tua, that's Tua, a fact. Tua's, Tua's trending up for sure. I mean, last year he took a step up. These first couple weeks he's been a fantastic quarterback. Um, but until we see a 17 game or 15 plus game sample size from Tua playing at that level, he can't be over Jalen Hurts. And I think that's fine. Listen, Tua. He went from someone that, me included, a lot of people thought he couldn't even play in the NFL for multiple years. We thought he would be a backup-level quarterback, a lot of people thought. He has proven all of those people wrong. And I don't really care if it's Mike McDaniel or the weapons or or whatever. He has to go out there and produce. For this system, he is their perfect quarterback. He is able to get the ball out accurately, quick. He has arguably the best anticipation in the NFL. There are things that Tua does better than Jalen Hurts. But I still think Jalen Hurts is maybe not at Tua's level at that, but he's not a scrub at that. He's still insanely accurate. He still has great anticipation. He could still make deep ball throws like like Jalen, excuse me, like Tua can. Um, so and when he won't I underthrow them as often, that okay. Uh, even though when he, has Tua underthrown someone? He just did recent. it. 
Really? Did, yeah. the, the, well, the, the Christian New Gonzalez game. interception was another that, that was bad. That was one of the worst ones we've seen in a while, to be fair. So one out of... No, he did one against the Chargers. But Riv, no, Riv you were right. Yeah, he did. Because he half, he Riv, you're right. He had to stop yeah. for a little bit and get it. He did, he did one against the Chargers. Because Jalen Hurts when? has struggled these two games. And Jalen Hurts struggling, just so we know, is completing 71% of his passes. Four total touchdown to one interception. 2-0. and And one of the best offenses in football. That's Jalen Hurts struggling. So if this is what his floor is, if this is Jalen Hurts at his worst... I'll take this. I mean, no disrespect to Tua. We saw what that floor was. That was a quarterback you can't put out there. That's a quarterback that was completing three passes against the Chargers. The floor was nuts. So oh, I, I I, even expected this to a degree that I didn't think the Eagles were going to be th- this dominant team we saw last year. You you lost both coordinators. Of course, they didn't play in the preseason. Um, so I thought there was going to be some sort of, you know, a bit of a struggle. And even though Hurts hasn't looked as good as he did last year. I also think he's getting some more looks defensively, right? We saw this with Joe Burrow last season where defenses don't want to get beat over the New top. New too. Yeah, so now you have, like, the Minnesota game's a perfect oh, example. If you're just going to drop guys and not get beat by the pass, Jalen Hurts in this Philly offense, DeAndre Swift had 170 rushing yards. So if that's going to be your counter, Jalen Hurts and, and the Eagles, they're still a, a run-first offense. They were top three in carries last year. This is still a team that's going to run the ball first and feed off of that. Miami, on the other hand, they had the second-fewest carries in all of the NFL last year. This is a pass-first offense, and off of that, we could give it to Raheem Moster, and he could break a big run. So the philosophies are different there. At the end of the year, Tua might end up having better numbers because he's going to have more pass attempts, but that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be the better quarterback. Be honest, don't ever ask me to look up anything for you guys. I'm terrible. Uh, Jonah Williams did not play, Alex Kappa did not play. Wow, uh, they elevated Isaiah Prince from the practice squad. I don't know if he was a starter. Did Max Sharping play? I'm t- I'm, I want you to know for this entire Bro, time that I've been quiet, you've been looking for a minute. I've been you? trying to find it. I googled, I did find the game. I went on ESPN, I found the score. They don't provide you offensive linemen. They give you all defensive players. They give you all uh, wide receivers, running backs. I swear to everything. I just spent the last five minutes, silent as could be, trying to find this. Um, But uh, listen, I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. I understand the criticisms. However, it's 2023. It's a new day. And without Shane Steichen, the pass offense has looked rough. It has not looked what we saw the efficient Philadelphia Eagles pass offense look like last season. Of course, we're only two games in, but we understand against the Chargers, Tua was the best player on the week by far. And against the Patriots, who had an obvious scheme of trying to take away the deep ball, it just went back into Tua's strengths, which is get the ball out quick. See the first. I'm an, I'm it's really a, I'm horrible. If you go on Pro Football Reference, they have snap you. counts. Uh, so the Bengals, it was Hakeem Adenji, Jonah Williams, Isaiah Prince, Trey Hopkins, and. There's one more here. Or is this not 2022? Because this is what I read. And Jackson Carmen and Quentin Spain. It looks like Quentin Spain and Jackson Carmen split. No, that I don't was, know if he I, got hurt. That, not carries, but. that was looking at the wrong one. It too. is 2022, right? Yeah. That's no, what this, I, is, yeah. this is December, January 2nd, 2022. Exactly. No, that's I'm talking about 2023. I know. The that's the mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I have it right here. It was it was Cordell Volson at guard, Hakeem Adeniji at guard, Max Sharping at guard, Ted Karras at center. And How you got one. Here we go. And um, Jonah? Jonah didn't play, and Jonah did, did not a, play. No. Neither did Kappa. Yeah, Kappa didn't play either, and Lyle didn't play either because he tore his, his. I think he. I know he was out for the season. Yeah, I the the. Okay, Ted Cara, Jackson Carmen, Max Sharping, Hakeem Adeniji, and Cordell Volson. They did get Max Sharping. That was, so, yeah. where you were looking for this most previous game? <clears throat> Correct. Played in yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Oh, yeah. My bad. I, I looked up twenty twenty two. Also, I thought that that's. 
Well, we I were, and then you, you said, thought, I'm looking up the wrong you were game. Talking about the game he so won. then I, I stopped talking and I tried to find this 2023 and I couldn't. I'm glad you found it. Yeah. Uh, I got Cordell Volson, Max Sharping, Hakeem Adeniji. I feel like this, <laughs> this season, though, is going to be very telling on who is the better quarterback for the sole fact of now we're two years into to this Mike McDaniel offense and Tua now seemingly the most healthy, the most fit that he's been so far in his NFL career. That's not fair, career. though. I'm, I'm saying with Tua. Because Hurts, is in a, Hurts has a new OC. No, I, I, under, I agree with that. But you lost that guy who you did have rapport with, great rapport with. Sure. But you, other than that, everything stayed the same, essentially. You still have A.J. Yeah. Brown. You still have sure, Devontae yeah, yeah. Smith. You go but and you, 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 you lose you miles. Lose that familiarity but, when you lose an OC. Like, you... Like Tua keeps Mike McDaniel, so the tendencies are going to be there. He knows his quarterback left and right. Like they built that bond, that friendship. They know each other. Like with Hurts, he has to build a whole new relationship with a whole another OC. And that's not making an excuse. I, I think they'll get back. Like I think they'll get shit rolling in a couple weeks. It's just it's going to take that time, and he's already a little bit behind. Because Tua, like I said, like we mentioned, like Dell's mentioned, we're a run heavy offense. Yeah. Like we run first, then we pass. Mm-hmm. You guys don't run. So it's going to be hey, that Tua's going to have the when, numbers. When they needed to call on Raheem Mostert last week against New England, he was one of the best, most efficient outside of but DeAndre you, Swift on the ground. Which I need to call on. We start the game like that. We start. That's, that's the just game what plan we, going The game in plan is, is we run. Play. We yeah. feed off the run. That's how we move. See, but as, as, as a quarter, well, that's kind of why you also can favor Tua there where, yeah, the strength of the Eagles is the run game. The strength of the Dolphins has to be the pass, and that starts with Tua, of course. But the strength of the run game is Hurts. The strength of the passing game Last is Last season, Miles Sanders did run for over 1,100. Oh, yeah, of course. He, but Hurts that is, is a given, primary part of that game. not going to say you're wrong. Because that's the first 1,000-yard season Miles Sanders ever had. But that was, we all, if you believed in Miles Sanders, we felt you gave him the opportunity, he would have yeah, he's success. he's a good back. But. They let him walk. Right How now, we watch Jalen Hurts. And yes, this past weekend, st- statistically, if you like fantasy football, he gave you a calm 30 very, very easily. But this wasn't a clean performance. No. As a rusher as well, he doesn't seem to have that same explosiveness. Seems a little bit indecisive early on in the season, of course. However, when you look at Tua, he's played as clean of a game as you could as you could see right now. And the statistics do back it up. All I'm saying is Tua did the same thing last year. And who ended up at the end... As an MVP candidate, it was Jalen Hurts. That's true. So let's. Yeah, but Tua did handle it. He did handle. He did go through three concussions. Oh yeah, that, which course. is tough. Uh, outside but that's why this he, is going to be the true test. Though. He had a stretch. And so far, Tua has got the edge right now. Yeah. This season. Yeah. I games. think we all made solid arguments. We're Agreed. all going to post our prompts and responses on fact-battle.com. You guys should do the same thing. It's a fifteen dollar reward if you get the best. Answer. So go to factbattle.com. Link will be in the bio and post your response to who's the better quarterback between Tua and Jalen Hurts. And listen, you guys are going to have to bring it because mm. one of our very own, shout out to our brother, John Tortorelli, he goes and he puts his performance, uh, his response in there, and he goes and he wins the whole thing. So it's up to you. Do you guys think that you are capable? Because a lot of you guys love to say that, hey, bring me on your show. Uh, I could deba- I could beat you. They just you give in- a mic to anybody. I could beat you in a debate anytime. Uh, that is so well said. They give a mic to anyone nowadays. If you guys really like to, to back up your talk, go on, go on to this website right now and debate us. Very simple, very, very easy, just like that. And how they score the responses, they use chat GPT to score the responses. So it's not somebody, it's not one of us that are being biased and just giving ourselves the win. Chat GPT, AI, uh, grades it. And if you get the highest grade, you win. 
On to Mojo. Now, before we get into our player props, we just have to talk about Mojo Fantasy because we're in love with Mojo Fantasy. It's a crazy new app that turns sportsbook odds and selection into fantasy contests. Here's how it works. There are thousands of NFL and MLB player props. You build a portfolio, and the better your portfolio performs, the more cash you win. Pick as many props as you want and try to beat the crowd. It's a whole new way to play fantasy. The props act like stocks so you can buy and sell live all game long. It's the only fantasy app that lets you make moves after the game starts, and you're not stuck with a bad pick. You can cash in on a hot start or just hang on and let them ride. That's it. Make picks, make moves, make money. Check it out on the Apple App Store now. They're coming to more states and adding more sports soon. It's currently in 19 states and D.C. Mojo Player Props, week three for the Sunday games. Who you got, Riff? Who are your three? All right, so my first one had to pull it up. I got Josh Allen over 1.5 passing TDs. Gabe Davis had a good game. James Cook had a good game. And something about this Bills offense is when you feel it flowing, you see he got the energy. It was at home, so you know the crowd was electric. They kind of get into their mode, and I think they'll get into their mode against the Commanders. I think Josh Allen would have a really good game. He's going to put up the TDs. My next one is going to be Justin Fields over 0.5 passing TDs. I am locking (laughs) that in. I'm telling you, I'm all in on the Fields train. If it's going to listen, the vibes is off. He said he was playing a little too robotic. His coach just got his crib raided. He's all in right now. He he is. He's going to be in a body bag. And then my next one is going to be some calm ones. CD Lamb. I'm going over 72.5. He was just electric against the Jets. You know, he wasn't lined up too much on Saw side, but DJ Reed, he was lined up against, and it was bad on that side. But I think CeeDee Lamb is going to have one of those breakout years where people kept talking about other guys and A.J. Brown and uh, so Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Calvin Ridley. But people weren't mentioning CeeDee Lamb and jumping into Garrett that Wilson top five, Garrett Wilson was an unfortunate six. event. We, we can yeah, acknowledge him. But I think he should have had 150 gonna, against the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, no, he was open a lot. He was cooking. But I think CeeDee Lamb is going to be one of the ones that people keep sleeping on. So I got my boy over for sure. All right. I love those. All right. So my three player props. First one's going to be Tua Tungavailoa over 265 and a half passing yards against my Denver Broncos. Uh, it seems as if you go against the Denver Broncos, our pass defense is not great by any means. Justin Simmons has already been ruled out, and Damari Mathis still has a job in the NFL. He's been getting cooked both games so far against the Commanders and against the Raiders, where Jacoby Myers really just put us to bed single-handedly. He was fantastic that opening weekend. But to it, the script should be there for him to, to pass the football. We allowed Jimmy G to have a very efficient day. Didn't eclipse this mark, but last week... Against Sam Howell, he had 299 passing yards. Tua Tungavailoa, obviously a better passer. This offense definitely more dynamic than the commanders offer. Credit to Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy deserves his respect. He is one of the better OCs in the National Football League as well. But I think that this is a mark that Tua should hit. I'm going to save Travis Etienne, Joel. So that way, uh, I just want it to be known. Travis Etienne, 70 and a half rushing yards. I'll allow Joel to elaborate a little bit more on that. My last one's going to be Brees Hall over 46 and a half rushing yards. The game script should be give the ball to Brees Hall uh, to Brees Hall against the Patriots. The Patriots are going to do whatever they can to force Zach Wilson to win them this football game. But if you're the Jets, do not give in, please. Allow Brees Hall to win you this game. He is the best option for them to win this football game. They need to be a ground and pound football team. And it starts with Brees Hall. You cannot have him getting four carries in a game against one of the best defenses in the league and expect to be an efficient and and productive offense. It's not going to work like that. I get it. He's coming back from injury. But how is it that against the Cowboys, 
you give him less touches than opening weekend against the Buffalo Bills when you're supposed... It should have been opposite. It should have been you ease him in week one, you unleash him week two. You kind of let him groove in the first week against the Bills. Week two, complete opposite. I'm expecting a different role for Brees. They should definitely give him a ton of looks. And 46 and a half, simply too juicy for me to pass up on. I have three picks that I feel very good about. The first one is Zay Flowers over 50 and a half receiving yards versus the Colts. In Zay Flowers' first two games, 78 receiving yards, then 62 receiving yards, he's at plus 108 odds when I went and I got the share price. 50 and a half receiving yards, he's had it over in both games. The Colts don't have a good secondary. Odell Beckham Jr. is out this game. So who's the ball going to go to? It's going to go to Zay Flowers, who already has the highest target share on the Ravens. That's one of my props. Second one, Travis Etienne over 70 and a half rushing yards the versus one, the Texans. We just seen Zach Moss have 88 rushing yards versus this rushing defense. He cooked up. I had this prop at plus 104 odds. That's when I got it. Plus odds for Etienne to have a great game. He had over this line in week one. Week two didn't. But I, I think Etienne bounces back in his Jaguars offense as a whole bounces back. And this one, this last one, it's a little spicy, but I feel great about it. I got this at plus 232 odds. That's Kirk Cousins throwing over two and a half passing touchdowns. First game, he threw two touchdowns against the Bucs. They had a plethora of turnovers. Second game, even with the turnovers, he throws four touchdowns against the Eagles. Against this Chargers secondary, you have Jefferson, you have Hawkinson, you have Addison. That's amazing bet, I love KJ Osborne. Plus 232 eyes. That's what I got this at. For Kirk Cousins to throw three touchdowns on this Chargers defense, I like this a lot. Is that still available? It might be. And those are my three player props I'm going with. I like that. That was good. Yo, oh my God. Plus 215. Facts. I'm about to throw some money on this. Listen, that's a great prop. The Chargers defense gets exposed every week. So if you guys are able to play Mojo Fantasy right now, we have our very own contest on Mojo Fantasy. It's called the Pick a Side Contest right now. Only 20 people can enter into this contest. It's a $20 entrance fee, and all of our props, Drew, mine, and Rivs, are all highlighted if you want to use any of ours. But if you want to use other ones, you can as well. So go to Mojo Fantasy. Link is in our bio. Use these props if you feel like it, and let's make some money this weekend for week three. I just cashed out my Puka Nakua stock. Yeah. So I could put money on Kirk Cousins. How do you think Mahomes did in the Super Bowl last year? How would you grade his performance? It was better than Hurts. It was. I don't care about the yardage. Every drive Mahomes had, outside of one, he was perfect. 100%. He didn't get the ball as much as Jalen Hurts. What do you expect, bro? What do you expect? How is that any different than what Hurts did against the Giants? Because it was actually a close game. Against the Giants, he's saying. It's no, yeah, because the, the Chiefs versus the Eagles was actually a close game. Is that, each, is each, that Jalen Hurts? Each drive Mahomes had, he had, he was behind and he was scoring. They were they were down double digits going into halftime. Who in the second half had perfect drive after perfect drive to keep the Chiefs in the game and take? They the also lead? had a it possession. So let me let me get this straight. No, he had the fumble. He wasn't perfect. No, you said second half. He was perfect. He wasn't better. Patrick Mahomes. He contradicted himself. Let me tell you why he did. He has stated time and time again. Jalen Hurts' numbers are not that big when it comes to the Giants and the Niners. Fine, whatever, blowouts. But he just said 
Mahomes had a better performance. He does not care about the numbers. Mm. So which Ain't one is it? Funny. Either you care about the numbers or you don't. Or is this a picky, picky situation? Because you can't just tell me Mahomes' performance clears what Jalen Hurts did. But that was an all-time performance. I never but, said it clear what Jalen Hurts did. I'm just saying that he had a better performance. In the second half, I'm looking at the Chiefs' scores. They got the ball the first drive of the second half, touchdown. The Eagles got a field goal. The Chiefs got a touchdown. The Eagles ended up punting. The Chiefs got a touchdown. The Eagles got a touchdown. The Chiefs got a field goal that ended the game. So in the second half, we're talking about the Eagles, a field goal, punt, and touchdown, where the Chiefs went touchdown, 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 field goal. So basically the, of Mahomes. the Chiefs defense clutched up. Shout out to the Chiefs defense. You thought overall the, half, the Eagles offense was the Eagles roster was better overall. You guys call me crazy for picking the Chiefs take. in this game. Why do you game? Like that's a bad take? You thought the defense was top three, and Mahomes Mahomes on a, a on take. a bum ankle obliterated that defense. And also in the second drive, Jalen Hurts has, had a bad shoulder. They and were you, also, and yep. you didn't mm -hmm. you weren't sure if Jalen Hurts would be able to have this type of performance because of his shoulder injury. Okay. Yeah, and he had a great performance, but it wasn't better than Mahomes. It, it and actually, the last, and the last, and the last. I actually don't know how you could say this. And the last, face. He and had the last one completions, and the last scoring drive doing, that Mahomes had, it was a field goal because that iced the game. Mickey Mouse but pass No, no, it was a pass interference. And they were playing on a Mickey Mouse. It was a pass interference. We forget about that. What are you talking about? No one brings that up. Uh, the one of the best pass rushers of all time got zero sacks on Mahomes. That's because Mahomes. They were slipping and sliding. You know that Mahomes is historically the best he quarterback ever at avoiding sacks. He is amazing. There was pressure in his face. He's just the best at throwing the ball away and avoiding sacks. Not like Jalen Hurts. Throwing it away, he was 21 of 27. Well, he doesn't take sacks, though. He gets quick completions underneath. The, the point is that he doesn't take negative plays. Those scrambles, you have five carries for 44 yards. All of them were impactful. Patrick Mahomes has one of the lowest sack rates in NFL history. Jalen Hurts' sack rate is like 8%. He's not like Mahomes. No and shit. Whoever said that he was like Mahomes, we said that he played better than Mahomes in this game specifically. Well, ultimately, Jalen Hurts, they had more time of possession throughout this game, so Jalen Hurts was going to have more opportunities. The time of possession in this Jalen game... Jalen Hurts was the offense. The time of possession in this game was 35 minutes to the Chiefs' 24 minutes. But first downs, the Chiefs had 21 first downs to the Eagles, 25 first downs. The Chiefs had 12 passing first downs to the Eagles, 11 passing first downs. They were 4 for 8 on third down. The Eagles were 11 for 16. Ultimately, the it's numbers... The, the numbers, The numbers and the numbers favor... And on fourth down, did they not... I think they converted every single time as The well. numbers favor the Chiefs. And ultimately, when you talk about offensive efficiency, two for two. it's more important to avoid third downs as a whole. The Chiefs' offense for the majority of the game, was avoiding third downs. Mahomes was getting first downs on first or second down. Where Jalen Hurts, it was always a third down that he had to convert. And listen, they converted were converted. But ultimately, I've read you the scoring drives in the second half. You, the Chiefs' offense was perfect. Can you guys while the Eagles of, um, had kicked the field goal and a punt. Can you guys think of another time you've seen an offense score 35 points, the quarterback have almost 400 total yards and four touchdowns, the other team puts up 38, they end up winning. The quarterback has 200 total yards and three touchdowns, and you're like, oh, yeah, that quarterback played better. Not a shot in hell. I, would, I, I really can't happen. think. Maybe, who knows? There's been a lot of games in NFL history, but well, you know what I know? 99% of the time, the other quarterback total is yards. performance. How many passing but, but, yards did he have? Mahomes, 182. 182. 182. But he had 44 rushing yards. He had 240 total yards. Jalen Hurts had 70 game. rushing yards and 300 passes. Yes. Jalen Hurts had like three QB sneak runs, bro. He had yeah. one passing touchdown. Patrick Mahomes had three total passing touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately, Hurts who won the game? Oh, who, who, who's got it? Wait, hold up. Who, 
Mahomes还有一个，那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那那
he was going to be a Cavalier for the rest of his career. You trade five first-round picks. You trade Laurie Markkinen, who, in hindsight, that bites because he turned into a... a all-star. A fr- all, am, I, all am I okay to say star? He turned into a star. He was an he's all-star. Star. He was a, he's a star in, in Utah. And, of course, Colin Sexton. But that was kind of supposed to... Colin was really supposed to be Anak Baji, who, who got burned and looked solid towards the end of the season. Um, but they traded for him as if he was signed and sealed, long-term Cavalier. I fear, I, let me not say I fear, I feel that he is not going to sign an extension because he wants to test free agency. He wants to see the money that he can get. Obviously, the Cavaliers can't give him the most money, but see the landscape. Are players going to want to team up with you, Donovan? He's coming off his most efficient season, his highest true shooting percentage so far, his lowest turnover percentage All NBA as well. Second team, I believe. All NBA second team. He had one of the highest scoring outputs this season. What was it? Seventy points, pretty effortlessly. He was fantastic this year. But they came up a little bit short. But on a statistical note, and in terms of getting paid, he's going to be due. I think that this is going to be a tactic to to allow himself to to see the field and allow the Cavaliers to continue to put talent around him to succeed. Because if he if he decides to walk, not this season, the following season at the end of this year, if he if he's threatening to walk, then the Cavaliers are put in a position where they have to make win now moves. They're going to be very active on the trade deadline because they they're going to feel as if their window to to capitalize is going to close. I always felt like last season wasn't their year. It was going to be more so geared towards this year and the following. We haven't seen the Cavaliers make too many. Game-changing moves. They did bring in George's Niang. They did bring in uh, Struess as well. Those were solid additions. They needed some wing depth as well. But we need to see a little bit more of needle movers. When when you trade five first-round picks, you get handcuffed. I think that this is a, a a play with Donovan wanting to test free agency. I think that that's to be expected with every great star. I don't want to dig too deep into this right now. I think this report doesn't come out if the Cavs handle business in the first round. I think if the Cavs don't get smoked out the way they did, which they got completely embarrassed. Mitchell gets locked up. Shout out to the Knicks. They did their job. They went in there with their underdog mentality, won that series. I think if that doesn't happen, they go to the second round and they play Miami to their toughest and, you know, it ends in like six games or whatever. I don't think this report comes out. I think, I don't know how accurate Brian Windhorst is with his reports. I don't know. How he's, Why is that? Yeah, I, I don't know how he's aced it up or nothing. That, but I'll say this: he's definitely like an A reporter. Yeah, he is. I, he I, is. I'll say this: you make that move probably ten times out of ten. You know, especially Easy. if you're a Cleveland Cavalier guy. Laurie Markin, as much as I love what he's done in Utah, was never going to be that in Cleveland. They didn't have the scheme for it. He wouldn't. Will have. Hardy wasn't going to unlock. He like, would have been third option. JB Bickerstaff wasn't going to be able to put Laurie in the positions like Will Hardy was able to do. He wasn't going to have the creative load. It's just what it is. Like Laurie was a. Truly on-ball, off-ball, dangerous threat in Utah. And that's because Will Hardy had him as the number one guy. He unlocked him. If they don't make that move, it was going to be Darius Garland, Laurie, and Evan Mobley. Laurie wasn't going to be able to do what he'd be able to do. So in hindsight, it's fine. You basically traded a star for a star. Because Sexton is whatever at this point. Agbaji's a good young player, but we still don't know what he's going to be. So Agreed. you essentially traded Laurie and some picks for an all, for a, a top 15 player in basketball. You take that any time. You know? And I think this move... Was to help bring, uh, like to help bring in a star to Cleveland. You got to do that because for Cleveland, they're not a no. Even with LeBron, they weren't in this big free agent market. They weren't bringing in stars. They weren't bringing in high level talent. This is the way you have to do it. You have to trade for the big time stars. And I think 
them losing in that first round. And as much as we love to blame Garland, which Garland was bad, Donovan Mitchell wasn't good either. So Evan Mobley wasn't his good. Co-star. Yeah, Jer- they all needed each other. None of them were good. So true. You know, so, and I think if they didn't lose the way they did, this wouldn't come out. But I do think at the end of the day, this all matters to what they do this year because now you've had that ass whooping. Usually an ass whooping can mean two things. It makes you tougher, turns you into a better player, or you run from it and then you keep declining. I think Cleveland's a good enough team where this will make them tougher. They can, they can see that adversity through. They added a couple good pieces like you mentioned, but that wing spot is still in question. You're still going to rotate. For sure. Karras, Strews, Okor. Okor is your best defender, worst shooter. Karras or Strews is probably your worst defender, best shooter. So you're kind of fucked in the middle. Mm-hmm. Just got to do what you got to do, figure it out. But I do think this year, you know, you kind of have to do better than what you did last year. Or Donovan Mitchell, like you mentioned, will test the market. He will look to see where other stars will be available. And New York will be available. OKC will be available. Even teams like Indiana will have cap where they can be available. Like there's going to be these younger teams that are ready to get another star to pack with these young players. And Cleveland is not a high market, high caliber city where he can just be like, yeah, fuck it. I love Cleveland. This shit's fire. I'm going to stay. No, there's other teams. Not many want to, to stay in Cleveland. No. You got lucky with LeBron. LeBron was trying to recruit players for years. They didn't want to go to Cleveland. Had nothing to do with LeBron. It had to do with Cleveland. That's how it is. This is alarming. And it's a it's alarming. <laughs> oh, this no. is alarming. <laughs> also, let's note that that pick now is Bryce Sensible. Am I wrong? Am I I'm pretty He's okay. Correct. Oh wait, did he go to the Nets? Give me one second. No, he's on Bryce Sensible. Okay, okay. I thought so. I thought so. He's okay. When we did our mocks, we had Bryce to the Nets a ton. That's why it was in my head. Listen, he this is alarming. Play this year, unfortunately. No, no. But they they had a solid draft pick. Taylor Hendricks, uh, my, my guy. KJ. Uh, Ke- Ke- Keontae George, who was the star of Summer of League. And they do. And Bryce. And the reason why this is alarming is because unlike other stars that are in the current markets that can get supermaxes, Donovan Mitchell cannot get a supermax from the Cavaliers, which means that any other team he's looking at, the money... It's not going to be the same because he can still get paid the most by Cleveland, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be that far of a gap where you don't at least think about it, especially when you include the taxes of each given state. And, you know, that's for his decision to make. I forgot the offseason moves they made. They didn't. It wasn't moving the needle for me much. It came I, to me as we were I, talking. I, I know it was Max Struess. I know it Seth was Curry's moving Niang. the needle, though, for Dallas. Luka Doncic moves in here for Dallas. Grant that's, fucking Williams. Oh, Grant, Grant Williams. Williams is a better player than Max Schroes and George Niang. Better player? Yes, think... Grant Williams is. Grant Williams is not a better player than Max Schroes. Uh, he's, he's a good defender. In, he can shoot. They're all in the same breath. Max Schroes is a three-point shooter who shoots like 33% from the three. They're all the same type of player. You're not, yeah, you're not really moving me with saying they're all. And that's if you say Grant anyone in the You know, that's Twinsky. He can defend and the post. Can, can, can yeah, I mean, he's not growing the perimeter. If you said anyone of them are better than anyone of them, I wouldn't. Like, it's. I'm not going to go argue with you Well, he's most definitely better than Niang. I'm not. Listen, not arguing with you. You know I'm not arguing with you. Grant Williams is better than him. Let's, what are we doing here? I'm not. I'm not arguing with. I'm not either. I'm not arguing about respect Twinsky. My goodness. Did did Grant did uh, Twinsky ever have a game like Game Seven versus Milwaukee? Never. For the most part, they got Niang, who's a three point shooter, can help them out in that department. But he's a defensive liability. Max Schuess is streaky from the three point from three point land. When you look at the trade, they traded Laurie Marketing, who yes, he wouldn't have become an all star with the Cavaliers. But point blank period, the reason why he had that season with the Jazz wasn't because his on-ball usage dramatically increased. It was because he was one of the best, I would say a top three off-ball player in the league. When you have Darius Garland making those decisions, 
Lori Markinen fitting on this team. I mean, you could have maybe explored the avenue of trading Jared Allen, moving Mobley to the five if he puts on more weight, and putting Lori at the four. And I think that's a better front court for the future than the Jared Allen and the Evan Mobley pairing. Lori Markinen, he may have not become a star, but the reason Lori became a star wasn't just because he got traded to the Jazz. It was because he had an amazing summer overseas that built up his confidence. That same summer would have happened had he not got traded from Cleveland. But he wouldn't have got the usage. He wouldn't have got the usage, but I'm not. it's not crazy to say Lori's averaging 18, 19 with the Cavaliers. That's even not 26 if he a game. That's not 26 a game, but that's what still impactful. What was he at the year that he got traded? Was it 14? 14.6. Yeah. It was at 15 points. He went from 11 attempts to 17. But then you're talking about Lori giving you that off-ball sharpshooter from three-point land. You're talking about he's a plus defender who can protect yeah, the rim. And oh. O'Shea Igbaji is a good starting player. I think he's going to be a starting shooting guard in this league. That When he, they drafted him, I was ecstatic. You mentioned it. Cleveland does not get big-time free agents. It's not a big-time market. And I think the Jazz realized that. And that's why they traded Mitchell. They traded Gobert because they said the way we're going to build a contender is through the draft. And if the Cavaliers would have stuck with the draft, with their current core, I think they'd be in a better position for the future because ultimately, without Donovan Mitchell, you're a playing team. With Donovan Mitchell, you're a first-round exit. And I don't think the moves they made this year, unless we see a big leap from Mobley and Garland, which is entirely possible, they are going to get past the first round. Oh. Is, is them having Garland. a brighter future? Like, because if they didn't trade for Donovan Mitchell, they're, like you said, probably a playing team. So how does not having Mitchell and you're picking, you know, middle of the first round better than having Donovan Mitchell? Because the ceiling for the team is still virtually similar. It is. It's not. They're not a first round no, exit with, again. Without Donovan Mitchell, this is they they're a first be. round they exit. They're a first round exit if Garland plays the way that he did against the Knicks. Mitchell was worse. Which Mitchell is a wasn't that good. I, I'm not saying that Mitchell wasn't. And Garland good. wasn't that bad. Yeah, like okay. he had one. He had one, get, he had one really bad stinger that over exaggerated it. Mitchell was worse. And that's because, he's, that's because he's the main star, so he's going to get... But Mitchell was very... He was very much worse. But you're also talking about Mitchell takes away from Garland to an extent. Uh, he, yeah, mean, but I, I want Garland off ball. I want him to learn how to play off ball more. Because if you, if you kept Laurie, you still have a team run by Garland. I don't think they would be ready to make the push that they made. Even though they did not... Like, they, they lost in the first round, they were still a top four seed in the East. That's still an impressive feat. Yeah, that was still an impressive feat in itself. Like, you you don't win those a lot of those games without Donovan Mitchell averaging 28 points a game and doing that. And I think even though Laurie, you know, as great as he is in Utah, on ball, off ball, and what Will Hardy did for him, I don't think that court... Because eventually, you're still going to have to pay Laurie. You know, and... I'll say this. Garland went two for six, in my opinion. He went, or excuse me, one, uh, I guess two five for five. Games. Two for five, agreed. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, game one, 17. I'm not, I'm not going to knock it. need to be more effective. That's when we asked him, you need mm-hmm. to be more efficient. Game two came out the gates. 32 points was amazing. That was his best game by G- far. Game three, 10. Yeah, that was, the, that was the one. Horrible game. 23 points. This is the game that I'm counting. This was, this was a solid game. 19, nine for 16, two for four from three, 10 assists. He was solid here. The, the closeout game, 21 points, but six turnovers. Yeah, they got blown the fuck out that game. This, like, you need to be better than this. It's simple. The Cavaliers without Mitchell were in the playoffs before Jared Allen got hurt, though. In game one, this yeah, he but, had 17, yeah, but yeah, five turnovers. No, his, his turnovers are bad. Yeah, they were in the playoffs, but that, that just proves how you can't just move off Jared Allen. It, it does prove that. But I think it also proves that. Even this the year, trade, they were losing games without Jared Allen. The trade for. They don't have depth outside of Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. I'm, let's, I'm not saying Mobley, obviously. He no, they, that year they had On the love. bench, yeah. yeah. That year they had Kevin Love. He was good. 
the year yes. um, it was they the needed him this year. Yeah. And I Rubio know exaggeration him was crazy because K Love was he obviously a, in slim minutes, but a, with the Heat, he was mm-hmm. a solid role player for them. The thing is, is that by trading for Donovan Mitchell, you put your eggs in the basket of Donovan Mitchell. That's Definitely. really what it is. And w- with Donovan Mitchell being your first, your best player, or your second best player, but it's not really by a wide margin because if Garland passes him, you know that's not a big gap. What is your ceiling? I like, would be shocked if Garland passed Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, I love Garland to death, but but Donovan Mitchell is likely not going to be the best player in a championship because at this point, but I, I'll, I'll just be shocked if Garland gets the top fifteen right, in the but world. At this point, what I've seen from Evan Mobley, he's if going I'm you, to be. I'm, I'm geeking if that's the oh, case. I'm, I'm throwing a fucking parade <laughs> if he gets up there. Mobley's going to be one of the best defenders in the NBA, but I am getting more concerned by the day about what his offensive potential is going to be, and. Ultimately, the ceiling of the Cavaliers, you were banking on Evan Mobley yeah. taking that big time leap into like an All NBA performer. He's still very young, but throw the AD ultimately away. that that was the <laughs> hypothetical ceiling of the Cavaliers. Now, if that doesn't happen and Mitchell chooses to go somewhere else, I mean, I don't think this team mm-hmm. is going much farther after giving away a lot of their draft assets. No, I think once again it, it hinders a lot on this year. Like I think they were always predicated on what Garland and Mobley were going to be. How much better, if you can get Garland to a top 25 level at his best, you can get Mobley to that top 20 level at his best. You know, Even defensively, if he can just be that type of guy for you, you bring in Mitchell, now you're looking at a team like, this team could shake some shit up in the East that's all over the place. Like They can be a first-round exit, but they can dead make the second round, maybe sneak. Like This is an East that's all over the place. You got Boston that's probably the only consistent team. You don't know if Giannis is staying with the Bucks. The Knicks are going to be there, but... Miami's going to be there, but they're still waiting on Dame. They just lost three of their best players in their run. Like the East, Indiana's coming, but they're once again like the Cavs. They're young. We don't know what they're going to be like. The East is so over the it's place. It's all over the place for right now. Yeah. Because if Dame gets traded, then it's Miami. It beca- and Boston. But for this yeah. year, we know Milwaukee. Do we? Boston. You got to respect them. Philadelphia with James Harden. Do okay, no, they're all better. No wait, They're not better than Cleveland. Oh, with no, we're not. No wait, I thought we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going. I'm I, going Philly. No, Philly's better than Cleveland. But what I'm saying is, I was talking contenders. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying Milwaukee. Enough with this respect shit. You're losing. No, me. you're losing. Respect me. against the, the team Cavs went to the finals. No, than, that was they three. That is now. No, 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 no. That was three years ago. And the Nets should have won that year. Went to the finals. Who? The Bucks. Miami Heat. They lost in the fucking first. Anyways, um, they went to the finals. The, that whole Miami's a good to, team is all I'm saying. No, 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 no. Miami no, no, no. would beat the Cavs in a series. I agree. Easy. I agree. I think if I without think, Dame, but, but to say like to, to say Milwaukee just gets this profound like the only teams in my opinion that get that profound respect is Boston and Miami because they are consistently going to get back to the ECF. That's not a foregone conclusion with the Bucs. Well. All I'm saying, here. I'm not saying that Cleveland can beat Milwaukee and nothing like that. I'm saying the teams that get that respect. Philly does not get that respect. No. Milwaukee does not get that respect because it's not a foregone conclusion Philly, they're that they're going to get back. No, Philly doesn't no, get that. No, you and then you got Drew Holiday talking about performance. Drew Holiday's talking about he might retire after the contract. Middleton's health. Their Giannis bench is, is not good. If John was here, he'd fight you on that. Don't care. If their bench is not good at bro, all. They had a good offseason. Giannis is talking about they if we're not Ty committed Ty to winning that, and shit. That, that, Ty Ty he's almost about bro. to get cut. <laughs> John was hyping <laughs> him up too. That's yeah, cool. okay. that look of John's tweet. That's what I'm saying. But I think they're all better than Cleveland. And yes. Re- yes, in regards well, to Philly, contenders, 
In regards to contenders, I can understand your perspective. But ultimately, this is a Cavaliers conversation, and you just said five of those teams are better than Cleveland. Five. That's a three. The Bucks, the Celtics, the Heat, the Sixers. (laughs) The Sixers, honestly, they're up in the air. They're up in the air. They're up in the air. Game Harden plays. It's close. It's close. It's close. I'll be honest. It's close. It is it's close. You have two underperformers and and Embiid and Embiid. Then the Knicks clear the Cavs. No, I think that I think if they run it, I, I think if they run they it back, do, we just we I, just I'm whoop not, the ass. I think if they if they run it back, forget about the Knicks. If, they, if the, the Knicks Sixers. and the Cavs play ten times, I don't think you would beat them seven or eight times. I think it'd be even. Yeah. No, I we beat them like nine. Okay. I just okay. I just said we, no. We cooked them. We whooped their ass. You didn't. We, no, the no. Knicks okay. whooped their ass. I, I don't think you. I don't and think you Julius Randle didn't play well at all. He, he never, never will. Does. He never will. He will one day. No, stop. <laughs> Trust me. He will. And one day. T- and Philly, one day. Philly might lose the series to Cleveland more than them actually beating them. Honest to God, Philly might lose that series because yeah, of themselves. If you're gonna say one day for Julius Randle, when's that day gonna come for? But ultimately, Joel you just told me three teams for sure, right? The Celtics. Yeah, I think Giannis Celtics, is too the much. Celtics and Bucks. And the Heat. I feel fine. And they all deleted the tweet. No way. He's. Soft. He should have. That tweet was garbage. <laughs> that was that tweet was garbage. I told dog. him to delete it. He did. He, he, he said listened. everybody had a good offseason. That's literally virtually impossible. So that means what you're telling me is yeah, that yeah, to me. the Cavaliers are going to have to run into one of those teams in the second round. They gotta get past t- if Donovan first. Mitchell, if, if they get past the first round and they lose in the second round, is that really moving Donovan it, Mitchell? I to think stay it depends past? how they lose in the second round. If they're just outmatched, like, like say they go against away. Boston and they lose in five to Boston and it's just one game they manage to skim by. But if they're competitive against Boston or Miami, one of these top teams, if, this I think is like it's a, different. if they play Boston in the second round, it's a seven game series. I think Donovan would be like, all right, we were this close. Like it's a close game. We were this close. He didn't delete it. Well, let's hear he it. He didn't delete it. Have an offseason, Milwaukee. Fire emoji. Malik Beasley for the all-caps minimum? Ty Ty Washington? Brooke Lopez, two-year extension. Middleton, two-plus one-year extension. Plus Robin Lopez. And Andre Jackson? Quietly. Robin Lopez? Lopez. Quietly had a great offseason. John is just optimistic. I mean, you know, I'm just, I respect it. As a man, there's nothing wrong with being optimistic, but why should he be optimistic about the Bucs? That's not even one of his 10 I'm teams. quoting this. Uh, in contention for Isn't it funny how, how much it changes that after the Gobert trade, time. you look at Donovan Mitchell and everyone's like, wow, like that's all you'd get up from Mitchell compared to Gobert. And then a year later, you're looking like, damn, Lori turns into this all-star, all of these picks. Now, all of a sudden, Donovan Mitchell is leaving. And the Timberwolves like, are going to be better for sure because they got Anthony Edwards. He's that man. That's Ant-Man. And they I got McDaniel. This turned into a... T- I feel better about the Wolves and the Caps going forward for sure. In the West, I don't. Just because they're in the West, I don't. I don't. I feel. I feel better about the Wolves. I don't. Who? I mean, I think they're. Nuggets? I think I feel the same about both of them. I feel like the West East isn't that drastic of a difference, at least at the top. I don't trust Cat. I don't trust Gobert. I just, like Ant, I trust Ant. I trust Ant for sure. I tr- I just trust, I trust Mike Conley. I trust Ant McDaniel's. Cool. I trust Jaden McDaniel's Cat. baby. Lock up. Can Cat? you trust him? Yeah, he yeah. locked up LeBron. Broke his hand. That's the same responsibility. That's, 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 that's not hair. someone you can like, trust. I still trust I, if you got he Anthony in the Edwards, he I don't know you. what's happening to Mitchell. If I can have Anthony Edwards, give me that. Over oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that, yeah, because they locked him up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but when you needed him most, Mobley, he wasn't there. If Mobley get the offensive game going, but then see, the like, like, today we're saying Cleveland's like, but if we walk into the season 30, 40 games down, Mobley and Garland improved. It's like, this could be a new outlook. I think it relies on Mobley. If Mobley's able to take an offensive step, then this Cavs team, now the ceiling's there. Yeah, they just got If he's the same he was last year. They gotta get better. That's all you you really tell from this team. I guess you gotta get better. This past week, Jason Timpf said Jalen Brunson is just flat out a better player than John Morant. Didn't bother watching the video, so I hope one of you can. um, (laughs) No, I didn't watch it. Essentially, all he said was exactly what Joel just said. 
He didn't explain no, he anything. Gave, he gave context. No, no, he no. Probably, he yeah, he explained it. Am I like, better mid-range shooter? Is better three-point shooter? Do, you get the for this? Do we need to play it? Just so riveting. He said he hadn't heard it. Does he, he need it. to hear it? I don't. No, no I mean, he, I, he basically just broke. He said he was better like mid-range three-point at the basket. I'll listen. He, he might say he was a better leader. I don't know. Leader? Really? No, actually, that might have been Mikey Groggins who said that. That was can, I, can I play it? Come on. Go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Right, here we go. Hold on. Let me, yeah, let me, John Morant's a leader in the streets. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> I like your response. I, I like how you defended him. Gotta defend John. That's my brother right, for here we life. Go. Lock in. Here we go. Jalen Brunson in the long run. He's just got too much natural ability. But here's the reality. Jalen Brunson right now a is a devastating playoff player. He led them to a win against the Cavs. He was the guy who damn near beat the Heat in Game 6 and almost pushed that series to Game 7. Jalen Brunson right now is flat out a better basketball player than John Morant. It's not going to be like that forever, but he is right now. Like, we can, you have to separate the potential and, and, and the theoretical basketball player from the actual basketball player that's actually on the floor leading teams to victory right now. J- Jalen Brunson beat the Cavs. Who were one of he did beat the Cavs. He's, he's just taking last year and last year period. He well, said, his rankings are for this upcoming season. Well, he had Luca from last 10. year. Yeah, Luca was low. That's the reason why. A ten in the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you're saying he's just going strictly off last season he's and nothing going, else. Yeah, he's going that's strictly kind of off insane. last season. I respect that. NBA. I don't like NBA. he's up to something. I mean, I don't like NBA. That, he's up to something. That's, that's how you should rank things coming into seasons. Yeah, but I don't when, think you when you have this NBA. comparison, you Luka say, oh, Jalen Brunson. When you say Jalen Brunson led this X, Y, and Z to a win, like Jamal, there's never a year when there's ten players better than Luca. That's just not. That's just factually not correct. I. He said <laughs> Brunson had 40 against the Knicks, and he – did we forget that John Morant had against the 40 against, against the, heat, the, the Warriors? Heat, the heat. No, he's – oh, yeah. facts. And, and he had 14 uh, two, straight fourth-quarter points. Two years ago, doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I said, that you was know, last like, year. I'm glad we did this. No, they played, uh, they played the Lakers 20? last well, year. I'm, two seasons ago. That's what I'm saying, saying yeah, but yeah. Jason Timp is just saying last year. Yeah, he's – like – the problem with like I just <laughs> no because it's like it's this is like I don't like no because if you're going strictly off of last year the argument works I understand but it's just not logical. I'm not you mad I mean? if you like, want to go off a year by year base well I think in NBA you should never do that because I don't think the high level players or the old players take the regular season serious which is why there can be some times where you can the young guys have better numbers I think they only care for the playoffs they want to be healthy for when it's time to win you know so I think a NBA season by season doesn't make sense but i also understand at some point you have to look at it and think like john morant was do, has done what jalen brunson has done in the playoffs before at a much younger just like wasn't he, last season yeah, it just wasn't the season that happened which is fine you know john morant did shoot 40 percent against the lakers and in, 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 from the three-point line in the playoffs too. he got hurt he didn't play well against the lakers that's a fact the lakers were just an awful matchup for a player he didn't like play him. well but he was he was obviously hurt yeah and i, and I think like i i just i don't the 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 knock the the thing with John Moran is people are trying to like put players over him or they're trying to knock him down. It's really just because of the, his problems with outside environment. Because before all of that happened, he was ranked very but high even, in the league. Even if that didn't happen, if you're going based off last year alone, I think the argument still stands. I don't I think, think it it's. A, I don't love the argument, but at least he's consistent and putting Luca at ten. It, I feel like it's ridiculous. That shit gets me but going. it's consistent. So no, if he's just talking about one season, it's fine. I don't like. I'm not mad at you about it. Like, if you want to make it over one season, put Luke at ten and say shit like that. All right, fine. Well, who do you have above him? A lot of people that didn't make sense to me. Like, was like Jimmy Butler ranked above? I him? hope that God say, not, like but probably. Jimmy just went to the finals. He had 50 in a playoff game. He probably did have Jimmy over Luca. Let me see if I can find it. 
It's like he probably had Tatum over KD. Would you take Tatum over KD right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not mad at it. I think Tatum's a better player than KD. Okay, yeah. So uh, I found this on uh, Real GM. That's fast. Someone, it's Jokic, Curry, Giannis, KD, Embiid, AD, Tatum, LeBron, Butler, then Luka. LeBron was better than Luka last year. Can't fight it. So is Jimmy Butler. And Embiid is still at five. Embiid's at five. Yeah, that's crazy. It does no, it's, it's the regular never, season, sure, but playoff. Oh, come it's on, it's never yeah. no consistency with that man Embiid. Yeah. But they, they always look. Yeah, whatever. I'm not should switch Embiid and Luca. I'll be honest. I'd have Tatum on it. He'd be one. Kawhi was over him. Uh, you probably didn't have Kawhi ranked. Kawhi was eleven. Mm. Booker twelve. SGA thirteen. Ant Man fifteen. Booker, who had an unbelievable playoff, fifteen. 13? I think he was 12. Booker was 12, Booker you said? Booker was 12, SJ 13, Dame 14, Ant-Man 15, Jamal 16, so why did, why was Dame 14, who missed last two weeks. Of so the why season. is Kawhi over Devin Booker? I don't know. Well, if he's going off a year. But uh, Kawhi was crazy last year when he played. He wasn't better than Devin Booker. He has Jalen Brunson above Fox. He, he might have been. And in the playoffs? That first round series versus the Suns, he before played, he got hurt, he was amazing. He, and he, was, games, he was amazing. I mean, compared two games to like 14. I'm not going to say wrong. But the whole season, he was amazing. This was the first he time was, we saw Devin Booker it hurt after, also. It was after January he was really good. He was phenomenal. For though. sure. And Devin then, Booker was... He only, the problem with I, Devin he Booker was hurt. played... He was hurt. Devin Booker was on some When he came too. back, he was OD. Yo, I saw you say that uh, people are tired of hearing uh, when healthy with Kawhi. What's your opinion? I said that? No, I'm, I'm asking you. Oh, like people were tired. Like they're done hearing it. Yeah, I saw that tweet. It's like when you say when healthy is one of the best players and you take that out, he's like. Pascal 15. Siakam, shout out to Yoki Kyostar. That was his that's tweet. That's in fact. I think the problem with that is for certain players, when they get hurt, you can see a decline in their game, right? Like you can see, uh, obviously, he's lost some steps, athletic. Things when he's hurt, he just doesn't play. Yeah, but when Kawhi plays, like he's him and Kevin Durant, when they play, it's like, yeah. oh, here they he haven't goes. lost a step. It's not, it's not, Oh, no, I thought he was saying no, no, when he no, plays no. Kawhi. Uh, when no, no, no. Kawhi I'm saying when, KD, when Kevin Durant... I was like, oh, no, he's no, When Kevin Durant and Kawhi play, they look like they haven't lost no, a step. For sure. So it's like, you got to, like, say, like... Except you know, against the Celtics. Oh, shit. Um, you got to say, when when healthy, like, they're still, like... Right, like, Kawhi healthy is still one of the best ISO scorers yes. in basketball. One, one of the best, best players, just period. dominant players yeah. in basketball. So it's like, would you rather banking on Kawhi's health or Jimmy Butler? I mean, me personally... I don't know. Oh my god! Come would you on. Rather, would you take Kawhi. I know you. You would take Kawhi. Would you rather bank on Kawhi's health or Jimmy Butler? I don't know. Jimmy Butler has gone to two finals in the last. Kawhi has he didn't show up in the finals. He didn't show up after the first round consistently. Honestly, you're saying this year, Jimmy Butler? Yeah, he had moments. He had moments. G- he did get hurt against the Knicks. He, to be fair, that game six against the Celtics, he went what eleven straight in the fourth. Yeah, I thought that was game. No, that was game six. Two. No, no, no. That was yes. Game two, but then Grant, but then game oh, yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm game two was better because he, he was they won. Yeah, they won. Yeah. But game six also in that fourth quarter where it was a lot of he did lose, yeah. but that was also because of the bounce tipped the the no, tipped. Yes, I'm sorry. We got shot. People get people get upset, but would you take ten players over a healthy Kawhi? No, but you keep saying healthy. You keep saying would healthy. You, would you take 10 players over banking on a healthy Kawhi? No, you still would. Yes. Are you signing in? So? Yeah. That's the same thing is what I just would said. Would you take the chance on healthy Kawhi or Devin Booker? Like I'm starting a playoffs, like I'm starting the playoffs flat? With the risk of or, Kawhi getting hurt. I'm asking where the my playoffs starting? start. I will take the chance of Kawhi. I will take the chance of Kawhi. The Clippers have done that in two playoffs. The, the one, their best playoff run ever where they made... It, the Western Conference Finals for the first Kawhi time ever. Kawhi was godly that year. He was, 
Amazing. But he got he got hurt. WCF. He got hurt he, he before that. And PG had to step up to, to the task. But he was amazing. You were still oozing at that get, fact that Kawhi I was on some shit. I was. And, and got, we all sat yeah. here and acknowledged the Clippers, if Kawhi was healthy, yeah. this is the champions. This is the champions right now. Then this past season, they look like they can get past the first round, the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker played that year. He, uh, it, year. I know. But then he gets hurt. I understand. So he's talking about he's gotten hurt in the second round and then the first round. And then a healthy Kawhi in the bubble. They don't even make it to the WCF. Wasn't his fault, though. He had a game, game, well, game seven. seven. Was, game seven, he was shit. Yeah. But for the most part... The most the, the whole the, the bulk of the series <coughs> wasn't his fault. Yeah, he, game one to five, he was carrying the Clippers for the most Would part. Would you take five Denver. players over guaranteeing and knowing Joel Embiid is healthy in the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> five? five? Yes. Five? <laughs> knowing Joel Embiid is fully uh, healthy. Steph? No question in my mind. Yeah. Giannis, no yeah. question in my mind. Luka. The Joker, Luca, LeBron, yeah. I will still KD, take KD, Kevin KD, Durant. Tatum. I'm thinking about Tatum. I'm, 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 I'm thinking. Tatum. Like, what are we talking about? It's a playoff. I'll take Kawhi over Embiid. What are we doing? I'm mm. banking on that shit, too. I'm thinking about Jalen Brown. That's not crazy. He's getting crazy. He's getting crazy. You saying that was hilarious. just needs one healthy playoff run. I do. The last one healthy one was when? I'm actually, I agree with this. He's never been healthy. I was on this side. And so then, what do we the know of side. him to be healthy? Like, what we, if, don't, do we, we don't know. What do we know is a healthy? So you think it's health well, is healthy, the issue, not the spotlight, whatever word you want to use. No, I think him he's not legitimately passed out of double teams before. He's legitimately not been healthy in the playoffs. He hasn't. Versus the Hawks, when they blew the lead, he had a a bad meniscus, I believe. He was wasn't, playing. A, he wasn't really the reason why they lost. Nah, he wasn't. But he has some stickers in the fourth quarter that maybe if he has better. Conditioning, he's not injured. He's not hobbled. So you're, they can close out that series. Are you blaming him not being able to pass out of a double team on injuries? Prime. It definitely hurts your mobility. You're. Are you blaming injuries that that 38 year old Al Horford's locking him up? Joel, Joel Embiid is seven foot tall. There's nobody on the Hawks that is when, seven when feet he, tall. When he's healthy, his mobility is elite. It's 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 just the problem is he's always healthy in the regular season, yeah. and then in the playoffs something, and it's unfortunate as fuck. Something always happens. But if you know Embiid is going to be healthy for the playoffs and bring that regular season to the playoffs. We don't know 32 that. to 33 games. Right, at least like he, Kawhi we've seen. Let's live in this hypothetical. Because okay, that's it. what he just said. Let's do it. Hypothetically speaking. I'm, guess, I'm basically you, guessing. You are. <laughs> you are guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. Like, all right, hypothetically, yes. I know for a fact you're telling me he's yes. going to be healthy for the playoffs. So now I'm going to just guess that he's going to bring that intensity to the playoffs. Maybe he I still would take six, seven players over. Mm. I don't disagree. I don't know. Who would are you not? Who are you not taking? Like who who's be the only guys you take over Embiid? You talk to me. Let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit. Have a little conversation. You thinking about his nuts? You, I might take him over Giannis. That's a you thing. <laughs> I don't like Giannis. So that's a talk, Drew. That's a, <laughs> the offensive skill set. We're gonna set. sit this one 50 out. Fifty in a fucking closeout. He just got eliminated in the first round. Okay, and he scored forty. <laughs> and he had forty gets and eliminated all the time. In the it first wasn't and forty and round. twenty. I'm sorry, it was thirty nine and twenty. First and second. N- nice job saving yourself with the second round. You did. You did. Was good save. If you good just save. said first round alone, you would have been wrong. Good save. No, he did get eliminated in the first round four. No, he did, in but he bubble. said what Dells is like always gets yeah, they eliminated. Got oh, yeah, they, they got swept. They got swept. They got swept. No, but he never gets eliminated in the first round. Giannis just went out thirty nine and twenty. Joel Embiid. Giannis didn't win a game against the Heat. I know. Joel Embiid, I think, is a better offensive player than Giannis. I do. Okay. It's not a terrible it's not a when, he, when he's healthy. Take. No, I know it's not groundbreaking. Take. I don't think the gap between those two players when fully healthy is a crazy gap either. I don't think so. It is a, a slightly bit easier, I feel like, to game plan against Giannis as opposed is to Embiid. Embiid. Is Embiid close defensively to Giannis? As a what? 
stupid. I'm asking. I'm just, it, like, they're both rim protectors. They can't protect. They both can't defend the perimeter. But okay, Joel Embiid's worse at that. He, he is. Joel Embiid Joel is Embiid's a, more of an actual center. Joel Embiid is a better rim protector than Giannis. There's no doubt about it. Giannis that. has helped too. He does. Brook Lopez is pretty great, but even still, Andrew Holiday is the best so, point of attack defender, arguably in the NBA. And if we're going by accolades, shot. who has more all defense? Well, sure, Giannis will always. Anthony have Davis accolades. has no and the DPOY. DPOY for sure, but, the, but he's that's the best also defender in the league. I appreciate that. Means he a lot is, though. Me. It's either him or Draymond. You're good though, bro. I ain't going to argue with that. Like, I'm surprised Draymond you didn't say So who else? Nah, you I'm take Giannis. I'm assuming Tatum. Then you thinking about NBA? You got a shit. You must have a shitload of guys. So it's like Steph. Uh, well, Steph, Jokic are the givens. I think Luca's a given too. Luca, facts. You have been slapping <laughs> Luca, telling us that he is a generational. Luca's first in playoff points for games. Yo, <laughs> number two. What was that? The Krispy Kreme. When you, when you put the Krispy Kreme on it, Luca's gonna go on a championship no, he run. Crazy. Luca, Luca's gonna go on a championship run in the next three years. He's gonna win. He's gonna bring it home for Dallas, right, and we're yeah. gonna sit back here like. One of these uh, next Joel three years. Something. He just gave him three years. Yeah. Is Tatum going to get one How the next How old three? is Luca? He's like fucking 24. Why, why doesn't Tatum get this type of just... Uh, yeah, here we Tatum go. can okay. win a championship too. But it's not just, crazy to say... shit on him. Name when, the guys for Embiid, nice buddy. I didn't get a list. You said Steph and Joker. You were thinking about Giannis, so you're not putting Giannis. Luca, Luca clears. You, Luca, you're, you, we know you're going to... So he's up there. This Luca's playoff performances have been... Yeah. You're taking... Consistently generational. Uh, Tatum. KD. Healthy KD and healthy healthy Embiid at this point. Bro, don't so get me serious, bro. Don't get me started. He's so serious. I really don't know. What do I think mean? it's close. I think so. I don't know. Because Kevin Durant's last two playoff fronts, he has been healthy. I agree. It's been funny. But Joel Embiid is an, is an MVP of the league. Man, and listen. even if you don't think he should have won the MVP, he's been oh, he's, second to no, MVP he's, for the past. He can have it. He's, he's one of the best players. He has also has the greatest drop off of an MVP in the playoffs ever. He's not wrong. He's hurt in the playoffs. Constantly. The drop off is nuts. The drop off is nuts. And listen, if you want to not give him slack for it, I understand it. But I think each time he's been in the playoffs, he hasn't been healthy. Was Luca good against the Warriors? In your opinion? Yeah, it was good. He's about to read off twenty nine points per game. Oh no! Listen, the the the, the, the statistics are, are there. Uh, the efficiency, efficiency is where I I bring this to you. Thirty three percent from the field. What? <laughs> what? He's lying from the way field. On my mo- no, I don't believe. I don't believe that. On my mother's Dell's life. Help that was helping. Uh, I I know how to read stats. Field goal percentage. I'm please. What does that say? That's just the Dallas series. A Dallas Golden State. He's I asked, was he good? That was just one game. That was just one okay, game. 33%. Okay. 52. Solid I game. Serious. That's what I was like. Solid game. 52. Solid game. Bro, he... 47. He, 38. That's good. 38? 38 from the three-point three. This is the field. 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 Oh, you're field. going... Oh! Okay, keep going. Start over. Start over. So okay, it was 33. 33. Uh-huh. 52. Uh-huh. Great game. 47. Cool. Great game. Yes. 38. Dog shit. 35. Three are dog shit. Two are great. Okay, he's all over the place. Overall, his efficiency for the series was 41% from the field, 34% from three. He averaged 32. Sounds like Allen Iverson. He averaged 32 points, nine rebounds, and six assists with two steals and a block. Allen Iverson was six feet tall. Uh, I'll go 3%. I'll go for the three-point percentage because it seems to be a little skewed there. Um, Three for 10, game one. Mm -hmm. Five for 10, amazing. Four for nine, really great. Three for 11, three for 13. The last two games brought him down back. The two games where he was phenomenal. Savage that. He does take a step back three. Yeah. Shit. yeah he, takes a he, ton he, of shots. Yeah, we also have to acknowledge. And then he had 20, 42, 40, 30, and 28. Counting stats were there. He 40? 
Back to back. 42-40. We, have to, we have to acknowledge how they were guarding Luka that series, though. He's right. That's no, no, I'm no. Saying. I agree. I just want to take a look at something real quick. How are uh, what, what's 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 Embiid being healthy going to help when people guard him? Mm-hmm. That uh, that's actually exactly what I was going to look up. He can escape double teams more easily because his mobility. He doesn't Boy, have slow to, as shit. You sure? He's not that. He's not slow when he's healthy. He's not. Maybe it's just a regular season. In a re- no, I think it's just his health. Okay. Right. What are you looking up, Drew? I'm just taking a quick look actually, at Joel I put a, a vote out, not not related to this, but uh, who played better in the Super Bowl right now? It's it's closer than I thought. Fifty three hertz, forty seven percent Mahomes. Yeah, because if you watch the game, oh, Mahomes was better. Here's the thing: we did watch. You know that. Who no, has? I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I shouldn't even brought this up. Let's talk about Joel Embiid. Who had who had a better passer rating? Dells. Oh, we're uh, back. Hurts Joel, or Mahomes? Joel Embiid. That series. I mean, he just keeps getting hurt and just sucking. What are you looking up, Joel? Sucking is nuts. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is crazy. Uh, it's really unfortunate because you really can't pinpoint a single series where Joel Embiid was healthy. No. No. You, really. you can't. I'm really There's trying. Really, yeah. Maybe um, there hasn't been a playoff run where he's been healthy. Maybe the only one was. Are we Boston counting Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Was Atlanta? He was really unhealthy. He was on a, men- he no, was on a he bad was, meniscus. He was unhealthy. 100. That's a fact. But he was torching. I don't them. know. Game one. It was the turnovers. He wasn't. He's not Excuse good me. at making a secondary yeah. pass. Game one, 39. He was 21. Uh, he was 12 for 21. 57 percent from the field. Next game, 40. 13 for 25. Next game shoots 50%, 7 of 14. I'm going to just cut you. Atlanta has nothing for him. They have nothing, no, healthy or not. They have nothing for him. They have John Collins and Clint Capella down here. And then 20%, 4 for 20. Then he goes 12 for 20 the next game. That's pretty great. 37% the next game, 9 for 24. He was great they in that series. That but you're not answering the question. He was great, but he was still injured. June 2nd, 2021, Joel Embiid has a lateral meniscus yep. tear in his right knee. He got hurt. He had a meniscus tear in his right knee. So even hurt. He was torturing him. They have no, he went had crazy. He hasn't been in a playoff series where he's been, or a playoff run where he's been fully healthy. Or I would even say like 80% healthy. Shame, man. Uh, against, against Toronto. Miami, he only had the face injury. And against Toronto, I would say he was healthy as well. They, he took, They won. Yeah, and, no. he, and he had the game winning Yeah, that, that was shot. They have, they're playing 6-8 wings. Toronto, that was a great series. It wasn't. It was. They, Philly honestly trolled and let them get First two it. games, they, they absolutely went crazy. They Bro, won I'll by be 20, honest, won by watching 15. anything for the past two seasons of Toronto basketball is not great basketball. Yeah, and game six was Riff, ugly. Bro. Can I ask you a question? They won by 35. Jalen Hurts versus Mahomes. Oh, God. Who had a better QBR in the Super Bowl? Probably Mahomes. Who had a better pass rate in the Super Bowl? It's probably Mahomes. Okay. He only threw like 20 Your box 27 guy. passes. Yeah. All right, two was the second score. best. He was the second best quarterback last year. No, he wasn't. I mean, we, we know we know Mahomes for a fact though was the best quarterback in the league last year in the Super Bowl. He was perfect in the second half, and Jalen Hurts had a three and out in the second half. Oh, how dare he! He only scored thirty. Next topic. Yeah, and then he fucking lost a game. They they by he, making re- one of the worst fumbles of all time. Remember Super Bowl history. That? Remember the last drive Joel, he had. Stop. I just want to. That's wanna, a bad play. What I just want to reminisce. Is that, a, is that a bad play, Drew? You look, is it is it a bad play? Yes. Does the play matter? I just want to re- okay, can we reminisce? <laughs> Remember that last drive? Were they Hurts winning going into half? Bomb to Smitty. He grabs that, it. That. They score the touchdown. He gets the two point conversion. Boom. Wait. Ties so the you're ball telling game me and they couldn't get a stop. Hurts so you're amazing. telling me the Eagles were winning at halftime. The turnover that Hurts didn't matter. It did not matter that much. And at the half, even Hurts having a double digit lead, he lost the game because. 
was it because the defense of the Chiefs played better, or was it because Mahomes was just perfect in the second half? I don't know what it was. Mahomes was amazing. Because if he was better in the second half, he's ultimately the guy that clutched up the win at the end. Whether you want to look at the counting stats or not, Mahomes, efficiency, the metrics, they were all there. Darius Tony punt he return. He didn't, yes. He was even, great. Even before, those, that, even before that punt, Mahomes went on two 10-plus play drives for a touchdown. You know what I'm in the mood you know that, to right? do? What I'm in the mood to do is take a look at these things while we have the next discussion. What is the next discussion? It's about the Sixers, ironically. Here we go. go Can ahead. the Sixers make it out of the East? <laughs> if James Harden plays for them. <laughs> and listen here, I'm looking at this roster. It's James Harden. It's Tyrese Maxey. It's Tobias PJ Embiid. Tobias. But they added some bench pieces. The Anthony Melton's returning. Patrick Beverly, who turned around, who was a big part of the Bulls turnaround last season. Dallas. Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre, Paul Reed, Kelly Oubre, and Patrick Beverly moved Neil. Oh, yeah. George Nyang and Max Schuster. Like, ah, whatever. Schuster should be yeah. favorites, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Who's a better player, Patrick Beverly or Nyang? Who the fuck cares? No, no. They're ask both, me. I, I answer it. Both mid. You know Beverly's better. Beth? You know Beverly's better. Yeah, sure. Okay. You know Beverly's better. I don't want either of them. You had one of them, and he was a, a big reason for your turnaround in the second half. Was he not? We, we, you love Patrick Beverly. If it, if, it, if it wasn't for us choking him, if we beat Miami like we should have, none of this would have happened. We went to the finals. Who made this topic? Who do you think? Me. Why? Listen, the Sixers made some great offseason moves. Is there anybody at this table that thinks the Sixers can legitimately have a chance to go every, to the finals? Oh, there's people year. at the table that thought the Celtics would make it out easily, and you were wrong. You were also on the train. I'm going to say this. I'm not a believer. I'm going to say this. Did I ever say easily? I picked them over the heat, but I it's, said it was not going to be pretty. I was like, I don't know where you're going to go. not the craziest thing. Who, 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 who got closer? The Celtics or Sixers? Not even just that. They were a game away from beating two the Celtics. Uh, well, they were one game. They were we all but they had two opportunities. They were home. They should have won even, that game. And they Tatum, won. They should have. We all Tatum, was, Tatum literally he was saved horrible. his legacy in five minutes. Agreed. It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yo, he was. Yo, and I'm gonna tell you because I'm a top two hater. I was on. The, I was on Twitter typing, getting ready to destroy Tatum. He saved his legacy in five it minutes. It was amazing. And Embiid and Harden managed to shit away their legacy in a span of two days. Bro. Wasn't it amazing though? Out of respect for Jason Tatum, like that was, it was some legend. It was, no, it was some legit backs against the wall. Fuck it, I gotta go out there and do whatever, and he did it. But my to get back to the original point, they were a Jason Tatum five minutes away. From moving on to the next round of the ECF. Do you think Dame is going to Miami? Probably. Does it matter then? I unfortunately do believe that. So does it really matter? In the grand scheme of things, no. However, where we stand right now, because this is the debate. Okay. Where we stand right now, is it possible for the Sixers to make it to the ECF? Yes. I mean, if we look at just the roster. No, it's also to make it out of the ECF. The team for us that we all think is to to make it out of the Eastern Conference is who? Celtics. Or if the Celtics ain't doing shit this year. Let's okay. stop that. They're not doing nothing. But my whole point the is, hell? they were one game How away. How are they favorites, though? You you add Christos Porzingis. They were the if best. Get, I guess we're assuming. Right. If they get Dame, I'm sure Miami would be favorites. Yeah, I guess we keep assuming. Okay, so we're talking. I'm sorry. We're talking about right now. So as we stand, yes, Boston is. It's like, yes, does, does Boston need a true point guard? They need I think a, they, a I think they do guards. need that. Absolutely. One, one, a, lot. a lot. They we just need one. one. Need an eight point guard. Oh right, bro. Well, Brock because Malcolm Brogdon's not a—he's not, he's not a true he's, point. Uh, he doesn't want to. Yes, do that. he's not. Right, well, you, that, that's one that <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to Brad. If I'm the Celtics, I'm making a point of emphasis 
let's go get let's go get a point guard by the trade deadline. But at this point, they don't have that. I still believe the Celtics are the favorite to make it out of the ECF. Uh, to make it out of the Eastern Conference, I apologize. But is it out of the realm of possibility when we already saw it that they were a game away from moving on to the ECF? Let them be that being injured. Be, exactly. Listen, they got to upgrade a head coach. You don't even... He doesn't believe it, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll play you believe dev- it. For argument's sake, we'll play Devin's advocate. Yes, they did get upgraded coach. I agree. Do you think it's a and, significant upgraded coach? And yes. Kelly yes, but did you know Did you know Nick Nurse said he plans to play Joel Embiid more? So this whole, this maybe whole, that'll help maybe him. Maybe that'll help him. Maybe that'll no, help no, him. No, strengthen your body up. Durability. This man, I, don't, I don't know done, if a 28, was he 28-year-old big man like with foot Let injuries. Let me see some real quick. What was the Let me issue, see some real quick. What was the issue in the playoff run when he ran up, ran up, ran into Atlanta? In the fourth quarter, he got gassed. Had bad turnovers. Ben Simmons was also. But they, he, they, he they, was are you more worried about his conditioning they were or his injuries? Playing four and five. I'm more worried about the injuries, but the conditioning was a major problem as Sha- well. Shaquille O'Neal played 73 <laughs> games at the age of 32 and Did 34 just, minutes a game. I'm turning. Are you I, using I'm only Shaq? Compa- body types. That's the only reason I did this. Shaq is also way more athletic. But I said at age Embiid? 32, where Wait, what, Embiid where is he 20. He was in Miami. He was in number two. But he still played 34 minutes. Yes. 73 He got games. hurt in the playoffs. This was... He got hurt in the playoffs. This was the year they won the whole yes, thing. Yes, he got hurt in that playoff. Okay, I understand that. And for them to even win, D-Wade had to go on a legendary... He did. Harden doesn't, is not capable of that. Nope. Neither is Embiid. The year that they won, he still played 23 of 23, 33 minutes. Yes, he but he, was, one still, minute he less. was still hurt. I get it, but he still played one minute less. So, so, so that for you, for that theory to work, Embiid has to take a back seat. Who was he taking not a back seat to? Necessarily. But so no, you don't they, think he said that he needed Wade to go crazy for that to, to end up Shaq winning the championship? Shaq wasn't. Yeah, Shaq wasn't the number one guy. I understand he still averaged eighteen. Oh, Regardless of the Shaq point, I'm only talking about body type. That was my whole point. But Embiid has a bigger load at than an older Shaq at age. That time. But this is again my point. You're saying that he got he got injured at the age of 32, playing 73 games, 34 minutes. Shaq per was game. never injury prone. No, no, he was never injury no. prone. But Shaq I say was this, bigger probably. Why I feel like. It's not impossible for Embiid to do is because he's younger. He yes, he's not as tall, but he's still dense. He's still one of the tallest guys in the in the association. He's he should be able to do this if called upon. Listen, I think the real original point is that if you if Joel Embiid is healthy with Harden on the team with the additions they made in the offseason, you don't think they can make it out the East? Who Pat Patrick Bev, Beverly Kelly and Kelly? No, no, no. Who you say is his number two star? James Harden. Exactly. Respect Tyrese Maxey, bro. I love Tyrese Maxey. Love him to death. But James Harden, let's be honest. Maxey was arguably their best player in the playoffs. James Harden won them two games. Harden's cooked, And lost in five. Harden's cooked. No, they they lost. Wait, lost in five? He was terrible. If Joel Embiid shows up for one of those games, game six, game seven, they can win. But that's the problem. It's either Harden doesn't show up or Embiid is hurt. But Harden won them two games. I I agree. For for that, listen, yes. Who, who, Who didn't? Yes, Harden and B did win played. Them. He won two games. Listen, yes, he was. Yeah, he's good. He was great we defensively. Lost. He, he didn't play game out. one. James Harden won. Hilarious. James Harden serious. did his job for those games. Joel Embiid being the star should have closed out the series. See, no, you should have had one no, no, game. No, 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 no. You're not going to get away with this. No, James Harden didn't just do his job for two games. He he's supposed to do his job for seven games. Okay. It is a seven game series. Okay. James Harden is the co star. As a co star, you are supposed to do your job for every single game. Just like Embiid is supposed to do his job for every single. You don't get kudos points because you did your job for two times. That's not how life not, goes. I, hold up. That's what you just I said. I just said that Joel Embiid, if he shows up for one of those games, they can win that series. I agree. Ultimately, listen, James Harden did not play good for five of those games, but two of those games, he played 
at an MVP level yes. and was the reason they, they won but, but two you, you games. You can't take two out of seven and be like, well, he did his job. Like, no, no, but, I can, but I can say James Harden was at least the reason the Sixers won two games. Joel Embiid being the MVP that he is should have won two more for that team. And James Harden being the co-stars that he is should have realized – and B don't got it. Let me step up my game who has, more. Who has more to blame for losing a series, Harden or Embiid? Of course, the MVP. That's all I'm saying. That's literally all I'm saying. Oh, no, Embiid is—he's the MVP, bro. Wait, he, is the—is the question who has more to blame here? Is that like, uh, it's of course. No, but the literally, MVP. that's my point, though. I'm saying Harden won them two games, though, at least. Joel yeah, Embiid best did not of do four. That. It's not best of two. Yeah, but. That's half of four. I expect the MVP to carry the load for I, the other I, half. I agree. That's all I'm I saying. But my that's, M- that's the issue we have with this question where it's like, can the Sixers make it out of the East? Fuck no, they can't. They both, both of them need to be on their go. Both of them need to be on their go. We haven't seen that. And they're that. not on their go. It's only be this healthy. You don't think they make it out the East? Here no. you, if, 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 no, I'm asking you. Can they make it out the East? You, you, you talk about all the time with Kawhi being healthy. He hasn't been healthy with the Clippers yet. Kawhi's showing I, the playoffs I, to be stupid elite. Yeah, but he like hasn't been league. healthy for but an even, entire but, run. But 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 the difference is with Kawhi and Embiid is Kawhi in the last has, four years. Kawhi even in the last four years, Kawhi has been better in the playoffs than Embiid. He has been. So then what are but we he's doing? He's also here? been injured. So yeah, so Embiid's way, been injured and not good. Kawhi's been injured but good. So if you think if no, you Kawhi's think Embiid, been healthy and good and then got injured. Do you think with a healthy Embiid they could get out of the East? If say Dame goes to Miami and you still got Boston there, who literally owns the Sixers? When's the last time they won? Miami beat the Sixers, they too. They just took you out of seven. And lost. Listen, y'all, you're, you're, half, yeah, of your, half of your playoff rotation is injury-prone players. Hilarious. We'll be fine. We're going to get banged up. We'll, half, we'll beat half. the Sixers. He might be right. He might be right. Might Robert be. Williams, Robert, Malcolm Robin. Brogdon, Christos Porzingis. That's damn near half. He cooked. Well, Brogdon, I'll be honest. I don't think, yeah. think Brogdon's going to be on this team. It's just less than half. I don't think Brogdon's going to be on this team come playoff time. What are you going to get? Because it's Derek White. It's Jalen Brown. It's Jason Tatum. It's Horford. Al Horford. That's really the. That's it. Horford's just old, so I'm going to add him to the injury. But Horford locks the fuck up. Yeah, but he's so old. His three-point percentage last season in the playoffs killed him. He's 40, bro. But he was unbelievable. Because they're fucking tiring him out, Nah, they did ask too much of him. They asked too much That's why we got KP. Ultimately, I think the Sixers... Round table. Yes or no, they can make it out of the East. No. I think they can. Hell no. I'm going to be honest. I'm with Joel. <laughs> they can. Of course, because no, I'm, I'm always the one that's bringing the best takes on this table. You, of course you're with me. Bro, you're going to fuck this. God <laughs> damn. What the fuck was that? Of course you're with me. Can you, can you, you paint me the picture of how the Sixers get to the Give finals? us a scenario. Everybody hey, gets hurt. Because you're going to have to get through Boston or Miami. Hey, I think the they strengthen your, their bench. No, they strengthen their bench. Dels. You know what happens? Pat Bevin Tatum and, and Brown went down with an injury. Jimmy Butler they and Bam are out. Are they my favorites to make it Miami? out of the East? Miami, Miami no. is bounced out by yeah, the Sixers. You know, hey, am I sitting here saying... They're playing the Knicks in the ECF. <laughs> and am I still here, can lose. Am I here si- sitting here saying they're my favorites to make out of these? No. Did the Philly? Did the Sixers have a good offseason? Yes. We can, we, can, we can all agree. If Harden comes back, what? the team is significantly better than last year's team. Not with the way he's acting. He doesn't even want to be there. What's the significant What's piece they added? What's the Harden? It's, a, Pat- it's a healthy uh, a healthy Embiid. No, That's- not even that. I think Patrick Beverly is a, a significant bench <sighs> piece. He is. Is he not? Patrick yeah. Beverly? Pat he's Melton a sp- off the bench. And he's a spot starter, too. He can start every once in a while. Pat Melton off the bench. That's and he's somebody court. that's huge when you have a matchup against guards and you can place him on that team's best perimeter offensive player. They got player. Uh, Paul Reed on, off the bench. Put him on Tatum or Brown. Kelly Oubre, even though he's a jock and he's a bad defender. Please stop. Kelly Oubre. Please, enough. He's got aura, bro. He does have aura. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre at least brings... What? He brings buckets. <laughs> he brings buckets. <laughs> Inefficient buckets, bro. But bro, you, in the playoffs, off the bench, off the bench, in the playoffs, he can't run that. off the court, bro. Is he? 
Kelly mm-hmm. Oubre. You you're not playing Pat Melton, Oubre, no, 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 and no, Reed no. off the bench. Paul Reed is a good player. Paul Reed's going to get yeah, minutes. Facts. I think Reed, Paul Melton, Melton and the best. Yeah, those are your guys. Yeah, I think they would have to trade for one more wing. What happened against Boston? That's a small lineup. And Tobias. Tobias can't guard. Don't forget about Tobias. He's 6'9", but he looks 6'3". He can guard. No. He can guard. No. Remember I said Tobias wasn't good and OG stormed off? And PJ, PJ's 40, man. What are we doing? Like... Your best permanent defender is PJ Tucker, bro. I'm gonna be honest. Not. It's Pat Bev now. Pat Bev is six two. If he plays Boston, he's gonna guard one of the Jays. That's too little. He's too little. You see what Jason Tatum was doing to DeAnthony Melton? DeAnthony Melton is a great defender. Too little. At one point, grown men gonna turn grown men into little men. That's what happens. Holy moly! That's what happens. It's too little. It's nothing like it's not. They're respected. Pat Bev is a respected defender. Melton's a respected defender. Jason Tatum is six nine, six ten. Jalen Brown is six seven, built like an ox. It's just not gonna go the way you think <laughs> he, it's gonna he's go. He's looking more muscular. Yeah, like some of his PJ Tucker can only guard one of them, bro. He can't. And Tobias Harris can't guard either one of them. It's too small. He's looking real good. And if you play Miami, you saw what Jimmy just did to Drew. Yo, it's gonna get bad. Like, listen, I don't. And if they get Dame, it's quiet. Like, now, that's the thing. We're having fun right now because Dame's not on the Heat. If Dame's on the Heat, it's not fun no more. Because it's what it is. It's, it's like, the Heat and Celtics. It'll be fun to root against them for sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, definitely. I'm, I want Bam to succeed in life. So uh, I'm going to root for Bam. I'm going to be honest. I, I like Bam. I'm going to be honest. Um, so, the Heat could go fuck himself. I'm here for it. What? Dame going to the Heat. Who's surprised? <laughs> LeBron guy. <laughs> get all the get all the all stars. He's crazy. He's I got ties for life. Man. This guy Dame is his entire life saying he's not joining one of these big threes. Yeah, no, he's he's they're, they're, found, they're finding tweets of him saying he used to be a big Miami, Miami facts. Yeah, he's, he's like, I hate I hate that we got this type of team right now. He's like, I don't do the, the band. he's crazy, bro. He you saw that report that said uh, if he gets traded somewhere else, he's gonna request a trade again. He's so unfair. Hey, listen, bro. Uh, if they don't happen to to get Damian Lillard, the next guy that we're talking about wouldn't be that bad of an option. Who? Tyler Hero. But he healed. Miami? Yeah. Who would they trade? Duncan in three picks? Why not? Second rounders? I would, I, if I'm Miami, I would love Buddy, Buddy Hield. Buddy a great addition. It, I know. I really have no idea why the Pacers want to trade Buddy Hield. No, they wouldn't. Uh, they couldn't find an agreement on the contract. Extension. I know. That, that's, but if I'm the Pacers, I'd want to extend Buddy Hield. I do, too. Buddy Hield is one of the best shooters in the league. But what do you think? In the right past now, three, four years. Right now, he's making 23 mil, 20, 23 and a half mil a se- a I give him 20. No, but you're gonna. He wants more than. He's not gonna want to get a pay decrease. You know. That's what you gotta like talk to him. Like, yo, that's buddy. what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like in a four year eighty. I, that's you know why it gets difficult. We get you sixty. He's not getting mo- that money from anywhere though. No. I, four years eighty looks good to me. The thing, buddy. the thing that ruined a lot of people's, well, a lot of players around Buddy Heald's ranking is players like Anthony Simons and players like Jalen Brunson. Where I like those two guys. Way more than I like Buddy Hill, and that's no slight to, to Buddy, of course. It's just that you have Jalen Brunson on arguably the best contract in basketball right now. How can you argue if you're Buddy Healed, I deserve to be making more money than him? You can't. It's not crazy for him to be making more money than Simons, though. <clears throat> Ooh, buddy. buddy. Oh. It's not crazy. Do you think part of this Buddy is, might be. Do you think Buddy part Hield of this, is a better fit than Simon's on contender? A lot of teams, teams. fair. Do you think part of it is the Pacers wanting to uh, just keep cap space available in the future more so than just giving Buddy but Hield Bruce the money? But Bruce is on a one plus one. So yeah, they'll right get now, that money back. Right now for the 2024-2025 season, the Pacers have almost $56 million in cap space. So if you give Buddy Hield the 30 he wants, they just now, you're not, miles, right? now you're not in contention for a Last super they they extend miles. miles. I think this is more so has to do with Giving Aaron Neesmith that that starting two guard spot, 
All right, listen, I'm happy. I mean, that's your guy, isn't Aaron it? Aaron Eastmith, my bad. Benedict Matherin. Facts. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, I thought I was you were an Eastmith guy. No. Eastmith played well for them. It's his guy. Year. I like Eastmith. Uh, I was just waiting for this. Are we going to give our, our, our destinations? Top destinations? Yeah. For Buddy? For Buddy. I do think, though, um, I do think, like, I just don't think they want to pay him, like, 27, 28 mil. Paying him that is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I that's the bonus money. Yeah, that's a little too much. I feel like wherever he goes, wherever he goes, it's a rental. Sure. Buddy? You think, I think they're you saving think, that but, money for a trade. You think a team's going to trade for Buddy, give a multiple first potentially? It's not, not going to be multiple first. Be, nah, hell no. no. It's not, it'll be, because maybe it'll be understood I'm that I'm it's saying like lottery protected. Like if, you're going to a, if you're going to maybe a contending one. team. Maybe lottery, one. lottery protected for sure. Just one? Yeah, I think you'll get one. Like for a team like Miami, they don't even have two to give. That's true. They'll have to give up one in like two seconds. I'm saying it's like a first pick swap or something. Like if you don't have any players to give and you just have a salary match. Is it just one lottery pick to pick? And then be like, Paige be like, all right, see ya. I'll just give my top teams and we can go off there. Uh, of course, we, we, the rumor of, of Buddy Heel to LA has always been a thing. He'd be a solid fit. I don't think at this point in time we're going to be exercising that. You can't even that trade none of your players. Correct. Uh, so for that fact, I really only have three teams. Uh, one's going to be, ironically, the 76ers. I think that he'd be a solid fit for them as well. But the two that I really look forward to would be Miami if Damian doesn't work out. And the Orlando Magic, who desperately need you that 3 and D type player. Uh, just for the fact of that team would not be as much of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I just said it. It wouldn't be that much of a, damn it. I just said it. Help me out. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I commitment. No. I yes, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. No, it would be. I don't know be, what he's talking my about. God. A rental. A rental. Thank you. Oh. Apologize. That's the one. T- I apologize. I just just up my mind, man. Sometimes that happens. Uh, it wouldn't be a rental where I could see potentially Orlando being one of those teams to to extend Buddy <coughs> Hill because they do need three-point shooting pretty badly. Uh, I understand you did just bring in uh, uh, Jet, and you did just bring in, of course, Anthony Black, but Jet Howard is the one that's the three-point shooter where Anthony Black's going to be more so the point guard. You need that 3D wing off the... Well, he'll probably start, but... If you come, if you want to bring, obviously, it, it it that lineup becomes difficult because it probably is going to be Markel Fultz starting, uh, probably Anthony Black starting as well. Buddy should be Franz. right too. So Anthony would come off the bench. Yeah. Is that what you want if you're a Magic fan? If you're a Magic okay. fan, probably not. But for his development, it's not the worst thing. I don't think, think Markel starting. I don't think the Magic going to go get Buddy Hield because they got a Buddy Hield at home and Jet Howard. <laughs> we gotta see how that defense. I like develops. I like uh, Memphis and OKC because right now that's the issue. OKC is good. Uh, those are two like teams that, that okay. desperately need some shooting. And Buddy here with Feast with SGA, another you know, one. Oh, God, I, I'm sorry, uh, bud. Uh, no, I love it. Like the spacing would he'll have a lot of space because SGA is going to get in the in and out. It's going to get in the mid range. Going to work in the pick and roll. It's going to get his spots. And Buddy Hill's going to be right there. Memphis needs shooting badly. Yeah. Like like outside of Luke Kennard and uh, Desmond Bain, they don't really have much shooting. They also are missing a, a three and D wing, and Buddy Hill isn't that, but he provides that three point sniper. Definitely. He would be right next, like him and Ja is so beautiful because Ja right now doesn't have a lot of spacing, which means there's not a lot of lanes for him. So if you get Buddy out there with Desmond Bain, who keeps improving as a defender and a Marcus playmaker, Smart. Marcus Smart also who's improved his jumper, and if he's healthy this year, that's a good thing. But if you bring Buddy Hill in that fold, that's another sniper that you desperately need. And Marcus Smart can play the three; he can defend threes. So that's the beauty is a of it. Good ass destination. I would have said move Brandon Clark, but he's hurt, so I don't know if they can move him right now. But that contract seems, seems like, like to be ready for the start of the season. I don't know. I don't think but they have. Isn't it torn Achilles? Is it, well, they have. Know. They have Aldama. So. Tillman played well, so I don't think they necessarily need um, Brandon Clark. They can move in and pick. And of know? course, Adams. 
He starts. So yep. I was naming the backup guys. Yeah, like Adams and Jaron start. So you got Aldama, who I thought played well, and, and then Tillman's Tillman. fine. Yeah, yeah he's, that's what, he's cheap. Yeah, facts. So you that's can true. move that Clark contract, go over there, get Buddy. You know what I'm saying? And if Toronto wants to compete, Toronto can go try and get him too. You know? Honestly, there's so many teams that could use Buddy because he's really a great plug-in role player. Yeah. He's a great shooter. He really is. I would love him on the Lakers. We can't have him. The Clippers can move for him. No, thanks. The Bucks were interested. I don't know how they would make it work. Sorry. Uh, I don't know either. They, they, don't, they don't have draft picks, do they? Okay. They actually have contracts. And they, it's Clippers not like they really, really have any me, players that the Send Batum and us in. thirds. Oh, God. Shams reported that the Mavericks, Sixers, and Bucks all have reported interest. Outside of those teams, I think I have interest the current. Knicks would be a nice destination just because that's shooting we need. Desperately. Who would you move? I don't know at that point. I mean, maybe Quentin Grimes. I wouldn't want to move Quentin Grimes. Oh, my God. Quentin Grimes for. Wow. You're moving Quentin? Yeah, that's crazy. Buddy Hield is just like a better version of him. Quentin's a better defender, though. No, he is way better. That's why I wouldn't want to move off Quentin Grimes. I think the Cavaliers desperately need a Buddy Hield on their team. I don't, I don't move think Levert. I swear to God, trade him. Cavaliers get get buddy. The, the Pacers, the, the Pacers ain't gonna LeVert. get back Levert. Levert has, <laughs> Levert has eighteen mil on the books. Yeah, I know, but you're gonna ha- attach Send something seven with Levert. They second have no round. Picks. No, they have se- seven oh, they have second round picks. Send as much. Hey, as you, you can. know, has a lot of seconds. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, send him, bro. Listen, Levert, he cool vibes there. Listen, we're sending Brogdon back to Indiana. Send a couple you're seconds. Getting TJ McConnell and Buddy. Yes, actually, TJ's your starting point. We already have Payne Pritchard. We don't need another white backup point guard. Yo, respect McConnell. McConnell's good. So is Peyton Pritchard. He's not better than McConnell. He hasn't shown he that get, he's, He needs to get burned. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't sh- had the opportunity. Small. So is McConnell. McConnell's actually probably just as small. Yeah, I both, don't know, McConnell. I mean, McConnell's quick, though. He's a loser. He's six foot. Those are good Let's spots. See. Those are good. The reported interest ones, though, the Sixers, they could use Buddy, but you just mentioned the biggest problem they're going to run, run into, and that's size at the wing and defenders at the wing position. I feel like they would hold out to maybe find a, a better defender at the wing position. The Bucks, that's a perfect fit next to Giannis. They, they they could really use them. Maybe they can move a Bobby Portis who has similar money. Uh, I don't know if they want to do that. Yeah, I, I don't think Grayson Allen is at eight. Yeah, Grayson, not a bad name. Or Pat Connaughton. Do they have seconds? He's at nine. Is he? Yeah, they do. I'll be honest. I think the Mavericks are the best destination for Buddy Hield. I didn't, wait, fit. I didn't want to hear Tim it. Hardaway. He's gone. I would definitely move Tim Hardaway Swap, for Buddy right, Hill. But he's more consistent. And Bull- Bullock? You would drive him to the airport? Bullock's gone. Bullock is on the Spurs. I forgot. Facts. Mm-hmm. No, Tim's a, Tim's not as consistent as Buddy. You swap immediately. Uh, Buddy Hield is the perfect player to play with in, in that type this of move. How much help does Luka need? This man. turns him into a title Christ. contender? Like Grant Williams, Kyrie Irving, Buddy Hield. Like, <laughs> this turns him into a title contender to get Buddy Hield, huh? Yeah, I figured. It moves me. Buddy Hield doesn't move you on the maps? It'd be a good. It'd be a, a, it'd be a very good, good fit. Like move to say they'd win the title. No, but this be a good. Fit. No, but like that's Dallas. not a contender. No, that's I a, agree. yeah, yeah. Buddy's especially yeah, I can't with Derek Lively. That, but I want Grant to succeed. I gotta see him. Love Grant. Give me thirty games, and I'll I'll, I'll let you know. I, Derek Lively. They're lucky. All I need is thirty Perry. games, maybe fifteen. Fifteen twenty. I hate Luca too. They just need a sharp shooting three point shooter that's not inconsistent. The players they got are inconsistent. Kyrie, yeah, but like Tim Hardaway Jr. is inconsistent. Luca, Reggie Bullock is inconsistent. Grant Williams, bro. Luca, inconsistent. Grant Williams inconsistent. Mm, barely. I don't know. Is he? Is he? What do you? Last what year he was. <laughs> Last year he was. He was. No, Last the year, year before he was. Year he was a before he was elite. Oh, That's why you need a buddy healed. Grant at the five is nuts. By the way, they Grant at the five is insane. They will be playing Grant at the five. Oh fuck. Max, Max Kleber could do some things, man. He's a good shooter. You playing Grant at the is. five? You got to go up against the Lakers. Max Kleber hit a fucking gamer on us. You got to play. That wasn't him. 
That, that was um. It was Maxi Kleba. Oh, you know how I was thinking of um. Matt Ryan hit the tying three for you guys. Remember that game? Yeah, Matt I do. Ryan. Remember the deep that. in the corner, that was a great pass. That was, that, was a, that was a great game. Who made that pass, LeBron? I don't remember who made the fucking pass. I remember the pass was, was it, just was it Reeves? It might have been. That was a deep in the yeah. court. Like remember Jalen? Uh, no, remember Jeff Green's game winner from Boston mm-hmm. on the Heat, where he threw it to the corner, he shot the three. It was kind of like that. Great moments. I think that was Reeves. Might have been Reeves. Great pass. Lakers are here. That's going to do it for this episode of the Pick and Side Podcast, episode 312. Vibes. If you guys want to tune into our pick on predictions, they are on Patreon. We didn't have the mic audio, but we had them for the camera. It's not horrible audio. It's average audio. You'll still be able to listen to what we're saying. Um, follow us on Twitter at Pick and Side Pod, on Instagram, man takes like a Pick and Side Podcast. And make sure you guys join up Mojo Fantasy and Fact Battle. The link is going to be in the bio below. $15. Try to win that prize pool. It's very easy. Pre-dentor. Just answer the question, Tua or Jalen Hurts. It's easy who's until you run a into better a guy like me. quarterback. That's it. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.